Well, good day and welcome back to Stacks Podcast 2017. And I'm here with one of my favourite podcastees, my partner in crime on a lot of occasions. I had to have him back for the first one of the year. Peter Ashton, how are you, buddy? Good, mate. Yourself? Hey. Oh, shit hot. Yeah, I, I don't know what right. that is. I don't know. How many degrees do you reckon? Shit hot. Shit hot. Well, what are we? We're 26 degrees, aren't it's, we? If you, no, 36. Um, 36 internally, apparently. Or 38. 38 our internally. internal body, whatever, it's got to stay at 38. So that'll be, sh- be shit hot. What are our balls? Our balls mate? have got to be about that as well, apparently. Hence why your groin is so hot all the time. Fair dinkum. Our balls are 30. What? Can't be 30 something degrees, surely. 38. In yep. the middle of the ball, if you stuck a thermometer <laughs> under your tongue, it should be around, I don't know, mid-30s, 38. And then if you stick it under your balls, sack, I reckon it'd be the same. So shit hot. So when you put your finger in a bunch of dung, yep. that'd be shit hot. So lukewarm-ish is shit hot. But then how warm's Luke? <laughs> so I, mean, I mean, where are we going with this? And people? who is Luke? Oh, fuck if I know. <laughs> who, who is Luke? <laughs> mate, good to see you. You too, man. It's 2017, too mate. Haven't seen you for, since I've, last year. Yeah, musically, what's happening? You got what's going on? I've done bugger all. I've seriously, I've had a baby. I Look don't know. Like Jack. Did I had had I had a baby back you then? You did. You did. Was it just new? The last time we podcasted. I'm not no, you hadn't sure. had it. No, I'm a dad. That was. I'm a dad, Pete. I was a dad. I never had the baby. My beautiful <laughs> wife, Kanika, had the baby, yeah. but uh, mate, they're in Japan for six weeks. Wow. So how is it now? It's like your oh, first... That's a massive coffee. Look at the size of that. You <laughs> could ser- sleep, You could seriously drown in that. You could dick out. No, no, no. It's, it's all water. It's, uh, oh. it's standard, standard, just one coffee in it. Oh, one shot. Yep. One sh- and a little bit of milk, but it's just pretty much a lot of water. Oh, wow. So okay. it's just flavoured water, really. Weak <laughs> as piss for a coffee connoisseur. <laughs> so this is the first break you've had, big break, since, the, since Kiki came along. Yeah, so what's happened is I've become a dad. I've had a beautiful little girl, Kiki Deeg. Kiki Deeg. Don't go breaking How my about- heart. <laughs> Man, the, oh, the songs you could write. Oh, no, tell Kiki me about Deeg. it. Kiki, Kiki Deeg. Deeg. Yeah, so... Uh, what yeah. about middle name? Nah, because uh, it's not a Japanese thing. We want to oh. give her... She's going to grow up in Australia, but we want her to have ties to Japan as much as we can. Mm. And in saying that... They're actually, Kaneko and Kiki are in Japan now for six weeks. Mm. Yeah, just getting a bit of culture. Kiki's now six months old. So I probably haven't released a podcast for close to seven months. Oh, wow. So anyone listening that hasn't listened to Stacks for quite a while, if we've got any listeners, can someone actually write in? <laughs> just one person. Or like, call Even in. just, no, just either leave a message on Facebook. We are on Stalkbook. And just say, dude, I do listen. It'll just give us hope yeah. for the future. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe kick up some views. Yeah, just like someone just let us know that they actually listen to this yeah. podcast because it doesn't matter. From two to oh, three. Yeah, if we can get three <laughs> listeners, we've, that's 33% on you and I, the only other two. Well, if there's two, that's a 50% increase, is it? Oh, oh, is it 33? Well, if it's two and then it becomes, and you I don't get know, don't do half. maths. 
Yeah, don't do math. So anyway, my wife's in Japan. I'm bacheloring, which is you know is why I'm the podcast has kicked off again. Yes. Now what's happened it, since then, uh, mate? Rock Garage. Yeah, what's has moved going? from June to like. No, it's it's taken a hiatus. The Rock Garage has shut nice. down, yep. but it's still alive. The it Rock is. Garage will be moving to a, another location a very soon. Location. We've secured the location <laughs> and the foundations for a brand new studio. Yeah. Um, are being laid, mate. So it's it's all happening and designed by you and built by. And you. It'll be built. It's a brand new one. Well, you built the last one anyway. What am I talking about? Yeah, your Wally. <laughs> but the reason being is the overheads are a lot lower on this one. So yes. yeah, yeah. So I won't awesome. have rehearsal rooms attached to this one. It'll be more a podcast studio ah. and uh, and yeah. video studio and a man and audio studio. and man cave and, and audio man. studio and video everything. Or video studio. Oh, actually, will you keep the video in here? Nah, the, the editing suites will go in there, so, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's what's been happening on my side of the world. What about you, my friend? Oh, man, too much. Probably more just, bad than just, good. You can What you can hear in the background now is Pete fiddling with a microphone. Yeah, I call sorry. him Mr. Fidgets because he just can't leave things alone. You must have whacked off a lot growing up, Pete. You <laughs> must have, I reckon you played with it like, all the time. They reckon, have you, show us your palms. Hairy as fuck, look at that. <laughs> Isn't that isn't that what they say? <laughs> Leave it alone, you're I don't, know. I don't know. Look at it, hairy. Oh my god, not one hair. Not one. No, I did. I was a bit. Yeah, because you've worn it all off. <laughs> yeah. You get hairy palms. I remember that. Speaking was... of fucking masturbation, I have been put. Um, it's kind of loosely related. Yep. My my mates have been pushing me. Get on Tinder. Get on Tinder. And I'm. You know what? The first time in my life, I'm actually seriously considering it. I've been reading up, and I actually think I used to ha- I'd be a little bit judgmental on us. Fifty Shades of Pete, here we yeah. go. No, yeah. but I, I thought, oh, that's just for you know people to sleep around and all that stuff. But as I've read more and talked about it with, a, with people that are on it, I've kind of gotten a little bit more of an inside, you know, insight into, into what's going on there. And I think, you know, I might give it a shot. Who knows? Who knows? Have you heard can, anything? Can you do it? And go through an experience, like, and then come back on the podcast and tell us, yeah, like through. Maybe can we yeah. can we monitor the whole I thing? I don't normally. Can like I give you talking an, about that's kind can, of not really a genuinely. Can I, can thing I to give do. you a uh, a handheld recorder <laughs> and can you actually <laughs> like record the phone conversations? No. And Gentlemen am I, am I getting talk. too invasive? Maybe, or maybe not. Can we get anal cam and just like? Can we get wang? Can we get wang, wang cam, cam and just <laughs> like just put a little? Because they're not big. Like it's only the size of a like a fist. Whack well, that. To... Whack that in the eye, you knob, and and we can get wang cam and we can just like see everything from your from your wang's perspective. <laughs> I don't think I'm the man for you there. Why are you well, just saying know, it's a, bit, a bit hard know. getting a? Something the size of, say, my fist in the eye I'm of your wang. I'm not talking gear. Not talking gear. Just, just the old, you know, chivalry isn't. It's pretty dead. But gentlemen, don't talk about that stuff as much as. Who are you fucking kidding? You're not. Are you a gentleman? Are you a gentleman now? <laughs> I'm trying to be. <laughs> so mate, what's happened be. in your year? You've you, you're trying Tinder. I, I'm not trying Tinder. I might try. You Tinder. might try Tinder. So right in. If, if you've been on Tinder recently and you're a 
yeah. Stacks podcast. Listener. Go to the Stacks podcast Facebook site. Let's get some. Let's get a bit of to and fro from our one listener <laughs> uh, out there. Let us know what you think of Tinder if you're on it or you know people who are on it. I'd love to know a bit more. Although I have researched a hell of a lot already, and it's looking promising. It is. Because hey, girls are scared. I mean, at the moment, girls are scared because guys are fucking mad. Yeah, and it, it and it makes sense because girls to put themselves out there, they've got a. I heard someone uh, sums it up. My mate summed it up perfectly. A girl to go out with a guy that she doesn't know is kind of like the same as approaching a bear in the Canadian forest. You don't really like. They're just they they don't know what's going to happen. You could be killed. <laughs> you could be. You know, you hear about some of the stories and you're like, oh, no wonder girls are a little bit, you know, they don't, they won't just go and see anyone. But if you open up a dialogue with them on the internet first, sounds dodgy, but if it's through a private kind of dating site, you can see why they're more inclined to do that first rather than, you know, say meeting someone in the street or someone randomly, you're just going to freak them out. Well, that's because... um Times have obviously changed. Changed very much so, and, and that's all come about because we our, our major communication devices and what people are comfortable with these days is your phone, exactly. is online. So where when sense. that didn't exist, the only other way to do it. Now, funny you say that because uh, there's a few countries in the world that are on a massive decline population-wise because the young people don't know how to get together. They don't know how to approach the opposite what countries. Are these? Well, I know Japan's one. Well, that's not a big concern because they've got like millions, no. hundreds of millions of people. No, they've got about 300 million on an island the size of that. Yeah, so my, they can use a fist few that's going to be launched inside your uh, eye. <laughs> and uh, no pun intended, Jap's eye at that. Um, but 300 million? Three, I think so, something like that's that. Too, you, that's a lot of people, I know. That's a lot of people. Tiny a tiny, but you know what? They, they get along. They could use a few less people. They, the, yeah, but so could the world, I guess. But Yeah, I and mean, Africa. And China. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that because of this whole technology thing, people aren't getting together as much. For, for example... It's a good one-child policy without even needing Creating to. a bit of interference, but Sorry, uh, if anyone's wondering what that is, uh, Fidgets, old Fidgets McGee, <laughs> can't leave his fucking phone alone. Look, I thought 123 mil, uh, 27 million... Oh, very good. He's actually pulling up the facts. That's, yeah. that's allowed. Oh, that's, that's 2013, so probably give it a couple... 127 of million. million. So, so probably about 135 million by now. Hundred and thirty-five million, you reckon? Yeah. Well, that's two thousand thirteen. It's two thousand seventeen now. I, oh, oh, I actually think it's declined. I wouldn't be surprised oh, really? if it's declined. Okay. Now, yeah, because they just don't know how to get together. They they we've lost the art on on how to mm. approach. And, but think about it: how many people, when the only contact you have with them is when you're going off at them about something they've done? <laughs> no, you know yeah. what? I, like, yeah. I, I actually did it the other day. I, I live in a pretty quiet street and I had a guy come round on the right side of the road I was on the wrong side of the road and I've upped him and told him to give me an apology and it was when I drove away I went I'm a wanker actually my wife what did he do my wife pointed out very quickly that I was a wanker and when I sort of thought about it and calmed down I was like oh my god Kaniko called you said you're a wanker no she didn't because she no I've never heard her say that no she she wouldn't know how she wouldn't (laughs) know It'd come out as something else. No, surely. she said, no, you're in the wrong. Uh, you need to say sorry. Uh, I'm not comfortable with you giving him a fair bit of 
spray. Stick for what? What did he do? He done nothing. He, oh, he right. stared at me as I drove around the corner, and because uh, he stared at me, I'm like a dog just going like, you know, like stand to the fence. Yeah, yeah, like you got a problem, mate. Like you want, you want a fucking guy. Man, you do not strike me as that kind of boy. No, I normally ain't, but I did it the other day, and I just said, what, "What's going on there?" Yeah, what I? What's going on with you, mate? I don't know. <laughs> what's going on? So, so I don't know. Like we've lost the art of communication. Normally, like mm, just a wave, and, and you know the guys, and you go, "Fucking day, mate, learn to drive your weird fucks." Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then just head on down the road. Well, you that's know? like Newcastle, isn't it? Where you're from? What? A little bit more kind of small town. Everyone knows each other. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Oh, mate, I forgot. I was only talking about Newcastle today, and, and I've forgotten everything about it. Really? Mm. Well, you've been over here for a while now. Shit, since '99. There you go. So, most of your adult I, life. Most of my adult life now. I think I was 20, say, six or seven when I come over. Oh, okay. Well, a little bit less, but still. I've been. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most of your adult life. I've been here 20 years. About. I'm 43, so mm. yeah, most of your adult life. Most of your lot. I might have been older. I, I might have been myself. 30 when I got here. But. Uh, yeah, so mate. Speaking anyway. of moving, yeah. So I'm now thinking you, about getting the fuck out of here. What WA? Yeah. Right. What am I going to do? What am I going to do for a? What am I going to do for a podcast, <laughs> mate? <laughs> you know, actually, we have to do the, it over Skype, mate. Do it over the phone. Yeah, we're talking about podcasts, still, aren't we? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 no, nah, just clarifying that. I just I thought I was going to be your uh, warm up for Tinder. <laughs> There you go, Pete. Yeah, good. Yeah. Mate, uh, sorry, I can't be there for you to rub one out today. I'm, uh, I'm a bit busy. Hey, yeah, you can remove all the glad wrap from your laptop now, friend. Don't go in loaded, yeah. Don't go in loaded. <laughs> now, why, why, why the oh, big move, mate? Why, yeah, why, why are you sick of it? Well, sick no, of it. no, no. A couple of things have, have kind of made me really wonder why I'm still here um, of, of late. There's been a lot happening since I last spoke to you, even saw you, heaps. Obviously, broke up with the missus. Um, I, I got arrested. Um, I moved out of my house. I, I quit out of my covers band. Well, technically, I fired cover, or whatever you want to call it. Um, it just hasn't stopped. I went down New Year's Eve, got the worst situation I've ever been in, um, down in Esperance. Um, I remember just, asking you. Non-stop. Well, let's let's go back. So the first one was you split up with the missus. We won't go into that. He's not he's not the well, forum for it. But yeah, and if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind not going into the arrest part either because it's just bullshit. It's just crap, and it will blow over. Yeah, and I'd rather not talk about it. Mainly because I don't want my parents to find out, and I probably won't because we've got well, three listeners. I know, but that's actually your old man's the only one that listens to the to, nah. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> oh, shit. I send, oh, I send right. it to him. I send it to him. <laughs> send it straight to them. <laughs> the only way we get listeners on stacks is I actually send it, send it to them. And, and I laser with, I will murder your son if you don't listen to my demands. So That's they listen. To get new listeners. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. It's I just hope you don't very fall, direct approach. fall off the perch. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, have, I'll get arrested. <laughs> So I've, I've been arrested too. I've been arrested. Actually, I've been arrested twice. Really? Yeah. What was yours for? And I'll tell you what mine were for. Oh, is this the you show me yours and I'll show you my moment, is it? Is this a lot? We're sitting on a cell chair going, what are you, what are you in for? Yes. We should do a segment. Yeah. You ready? What are you in for? Hey, mate. What are you in for? Was that, that was a supposed to be a child? Yeah. Cl- it's in a quite the clunk. 
Mate, you know uh, Michael Winslow? Uh, no, who's that? The dude out of uh, Police Academy that could do all the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, need him. Yeah, we need him to do... With all the sirens and then... A, and then, a, yeah. Get down on the ground. Yeah, anyway, all that stuff. So what's it? this is... Tell us your jail secrets. Well, which one do you want? You want the first or the second one? You can only have one. So first oh, one... Oh, well, you tell me one, I'll tell you mine, and then you can think about telling me the other one. No, no, we'll only do one each. Oh, okay. One each. Well, I've only got one. Yeah. Well, technically I've got two, but yeah, anyway. Oh, we've got one each then. Yeah, well, well let's see if Well, we... mine's a technical one, the first one too. Oh, yeah? It's when I was 16, got arrested for uh, being out on the town and drunk, underage. So just drunk and disorderly? Yeah, yeah. The second one was for having a bit of a scrap with a bouncer at a nightclub. Oh, so you're just willing to say the second one without... Yeah, having a bit of a scrap with a bouncer at a nightclub. Before Cause... you became a bouncer? Ah, nah. It was when after. I was here in WA because I'd just come after over After bouncing. From, yeah, well, I can't, I just, I'd been working at a place called the JR in Newcastle and it's a fucking hellhole. <laughs> is that all those stories you told me about JR? JR, yeah. Is that... Wicked place, yeah. Good place. <laughs> so have anyone in Newcastle, yeah. It's a, yeah, I'll have to surface a few of those actually. On a, I'll have to do a JR segment. I'll have to talk to someone from the JR that remembers. I'll, get a, I'll have to do a phone convo with a guy called Dougie Bunn or someone like that who... Uh, who worked with me over there and maybe talk about those those things that went on there. But, uh, yeah, so uh, just off on a tangent, mm-hmm. uh, one, I'll give you one thing that we did as, as security, which needs to be uh, done today to save a lot of issues. Uh, green Visine. You know Visine eye drops? Yeah. Right, green eye, eye drops are, is the anti-allergy eye drops. So mm. what we used to do is we had a setup at the bar where we had a couple of bottles of green visine. JR's not there anymore, so yeah, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> so I can tell the story. Um, we used to have green visine there. Now, if if uh, people were being like a right fuckwit and you wanted to get out of it easy without having a physical confrontation. Now, I remember a lot of the people that come in there were bikies and mm. all that kind of stuff. So it was always Quality dangerous. Types, yeah. yeah, the type, you, like, you, you don't, you want to avoid trouble when mm. you can. Sometimes you can't, you can't yeah. do much about it. But, uh, yeah, like, so the old green visine, so we'd have a bit of a, always keep a bottle on you. And then you'd go buy a beer if they're a bit pissed and being fuckwits and you put a few drops of the green visine in it. Now, what green visine does, the anti-allergy, it goes into your stomach and it makes it's it's a brilliant laxative. Oh. It makes you just within five minutes you just need to shit no shit, shit bad. Yeah. So what what it does is the people will be pissed and half the time they shit their pants and they don't <laughs> want to hang around. They sort of meekly leave the club. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's a good brilliant. way to good way to get rid of undesirables. Because then without. no one would really ever know. No. No, it was no like they never figure it out. No, they just thought they they drank something and their stomach yeah. turned, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you'd often that's brilliant. You'd often go up and go like because they, you know, if people if you're sort of a bit groggy or it's like rehypnol or something like that where they they don't really recall anything, well then people are going to come back saying, "What the fuck did yeah, you do to me?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you suddenly need to take a shit, which we all do every <laughs> second day of the week at least, then <laughs> people don't really seem to think anything's out of the ordinary. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so, brilliant. Yeah, so anyway, getting back to the... Oh, yeah, I had a bit of a scrap with a bouncer. And being a bouncer, I guess we're the worst clientele because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the worst the worst people arrest is a copper. You know, if you're a copper, you know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. the way it is. You yeah, know? Yeah. So, yeah, just had a bit of a barney with a bouncer and, um, <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, uh, just anything in particular or is it just... Really well, I just wouldn't leave the cl- leave the venue, oh, you know what right. I mean? And the, <laughs> you, you still... I, was, I wasn't going, going anywhere, yeah. yeah, I, was, yeah. I was like... <laughs> the only you're going to have to move me. 
<laughs> Somehow. Yeah, chained myself to the toilet. <laughs> nah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a big night. But anyway, I got, got locked up, so... And you didn't want to leave that particular venue because... No, nah, well, I wanted to have another shot of the man, so like, I just kept... I, oh. I, was, I was out of control. Like, yeah, I was, right. You know, I was like, let's let's go again. Let's go again. <laughs> How long ago was this? Oh, shit. Uh, 2001 or two, maybe. Oh, so fucking ages Years ago. ago back when you had like raging testosterone. Raging. Raging. Like pro, just straight after you were playing rugby, probably. Uh, well, a couple of years later. No, actually, I was, I was still playing. Well, I, that's go. when I come over here to play. So. Well, there you go. That's yeah. got to fire off a bit. Get the yeah. blood circulating. Well, and I'm not afraid to have, have well, a rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's do, so funny. You man, do a week in, I'm, week out. Like I've never seen you anywhere even close to to that. It's, so. but like anything, mate, it's 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 always there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you learn as you get older. You you learn to yeah, right. you understand yourself better, I guess. So you kind of you grow up, I suppose. I yeah. suppose that's a word for it. I must admit, I have been on the end of a couple of greasies from you, but they've been very involuntary, and I know that usually it. It What's a greasy? Is that a WA word for something? It must be a Victorian word. Like a, just scoping me out. But it's usually part of it. Well, it's every, every time it's been part of a gag that you're pulling. So <laughs> I'm not, like, hold on, where not, do you learn that stuff? You don't learn those looks just by... <laughs> that's not <laughs> greasy. <laughs> that's not, that's greasy. Maybe it's a Victorian thing. Yeah, it must be. I don't know. It's a term I, I love. You gave you the biggest greasy. Yeah. No, I never heard that. No. Yeah. Well, what part of Victoria? Shepo. Shepo, well, I don't know. Just well, I was I was in brought up in the Sandringham, you know, Bayswater district, which yep. is you know Brighton, Sandringham, Hampton, all those kind of places. But no, just that was pretty common for. I don't know, greasy Victorian, yeah, greasy. Hey mate, he's giving me a greasy. Let's punch on. I know they say that a lot. Let's <laughs> punch just on. Just a dirty look, greasy. <laughs> I heard jog on. I've never heard jog a punch on. on. Do you run away just swinging in the air? <laughs> Jog on, son. I never heard jog on until I come over here, actually. It was a bit of a pommy thing, jog I think. On. Jog on, lad. Just jog on, mate. You know, if someone doesn't want you there, it's like, instead of piss off, jog, jog on. Jog on. That's funny. That's cool. You play soccer over here. I'm surprised you never yeah. heard of that. No, I don't know that. No. Man, I just play with poms. Yeah. You can't get away from poms. It's just so poms anyway, and Irish and anyway, Scottish people. Anyway, uh, so you... Too many tangents. What happened? What happened? You don't have to go into okay, certain so details, but... I'll, I'll be very brief. I, bet I was doing a gig in Meriden and uh, we were at a private party for a guy that I met in Coral Bay the previous year. Yep. And we stayed in contact and he got us up for his birthday. And so we were like, yeah, great. You know, and I managed to get a decent fee out of him. So it was worthwhile for us to drive all that way and bring the band and all that. And he was pumped about it. And um, it was just... It was a case of Meriden. I don't know about you, but every time I've been, every time I dr I've driven to Kalgoorlie or anywhere out east, every second time I've driven through, I've been pulled over by the police just randomly for whatever reason. That whether it's well, a random breath test, whether it's a speeding, with they a know the locals' thing. car, so when the people pass through, they often check them out. Yeah, yeah, it's protocol. I'm the local, so yeah. So they sort of see someone new and they go, oh, yeah, pull this bloke up. Because you don't want to pull off the people in town all the time because they get the shits with the police and that's not yeah. the relationship they want to build. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Anyway, I don't know what it is about this place, but even even just, yeah. 
driving through, yeah, I've never been pulled over more times in my life, the rest of my life in the rest of this country than in Meriden, which is strange. But um, anyway, uh, we got hired to play, uh, brought the band down. Uh, it was a private party out the back of a sports club that the client, his uh, dad owned. So yep. it was out the backyard of that place. And the police literally came um, responding to noise complaints five times over the course of the night, five times, and four police officers came, including a sergeant, every time, each time. In, in Meriden? Yeah. Right. Four officers. And apparently, not that any of this matters, but they didn't... I don't know how they got in, like, so easily... But I do know that two of the officers, the younger ones, were actually invited to the party because they had friends there. Yep. And so when they arrived, they were literally just part of the party in uniform, just chatting to everyone. And I was dealing with the sergeant and this other officer. And they were just res- responding to noise complaints. And basically they came in and shut us down pretty much every time that um, from anywhere. From, it was like the first one was about 9.30 at night. Yep. 9.20, 9.30. Yep. And they came in and they were just... It was they were out to show you. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They wanted they wanted a result and they were talking and telling the party goers off and stuff. And I was trying to talk to the client going, what do we do, man? I, I don't know what... You know? And, and you feel obliged. You, I mean, you're I'm trying that, to do you're, my best. For, you're doing your job. Yeah. Which and is so live they music. They kept shutting us down. And I'm going, I've never been shut down this many times. And it would have been but just standards. Like you don't throw out a big... I mean, I've played with you in Kalgoorlie. And used your PA system, yeah. and it's not excessively loud. No, it's, it's actually a really good mix for about a hundred people. Yeah, and yep. the thing is, we're outside, which makes it even quieter. But the problem was is that it was, um, as it always does, whenever you play outside, the bass is going to travel. Yep, things travel, especially drum kits, the snare and the oh, da, course, you yeah. hear it down the street, da da da, bounces off the walls. Well, the thing is too, they don't get music in Meriden, so you would have yeah. So yeah. we were only on the back foot. Yeah. And apparently a lot of the people that were complaining were the people literally over the back fence. Got it. So we were next to the back fence. We had no chance. So they came down so many times. But the problem that was happening is that they were just being rude to everyone, the, the main two people. And they and the party goers were just... And Blake, the, the client, was just going, I'm so sorry. Like, just kept constantly apologising to me. Go, oh, I don't know what's going on. This is ridiculous. I've never been so harassed by the police. And I'm like, man, I'm sorry too. I just, we've got so much left and we just keep getting shut down. And what do you want us to do? We're, we're, you know. And it got to a point later at night, I sent home my bass player because we keep getting shut down. I was like, all right, well, let's get rid of the bass, shut the subs off so at least then we can quieten everything. Every time we went back on, we quietened down further, just kept getting shut down until the end where I just, I, I just lost it. And I just tore shreds off these, this sergeant and his officer. And I was in the wrong, yeah, but they were, prov- they were just talking. The officer, the other, not so much the sergeant, but... Um, You're worried about your old man here in this. He's, he'd be proud. No, he'd be, he'd be like, Petey, are you sure that... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Dad, dad, no, be, be proud of your son. Be proud. conservative. And be so proud. is my mum. Yeah. And they'd just be concerned for me that obviously I was in the wrong. And yeah, okay, I get it. I was in the wrong. But I was provoked by one of the other officers. We lost your mum and dad. We lost your mum and dad listening. 
earlier when we were talking about whacking off yeah, 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 over true. Skype. So yeah. that was the filter that got. Yeah, rid of that them. got that gets rid of all the prudish people that sort of <laughs> uh, even the idea. state government can't handle that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, we fuck that. That's that's why we even do ASIO that. Even yeah. just tuned A- out. ASIO already. just went. What the fuck? I'm out. I'm out. We yes. don't get paid enough to listen to this shit. <laughs> we don't get paid enough. That's so funny, and that's another thing we should talk about. I I met one of my mates' ex, uh, mates' girlfriends in who is who's about to marry in Melbourne that I saw recently and was over in Melbourne. She's been working for has worked in the past for the Defence Forces, and told me a lot about what they know and they know a shitload of stuff about everyone. Oh, I just remembered what I was going to talk about tonight. Sorry about being so excited, really? but when you hear about it. You'll understand. Oh, wow. I probably will. I probably got it out of her. She told me a lot. Well, she didn't tell me a lot of stuff, but she did tell me that, yeah, I was surprised how much... Sorry. She didn't go into detail, I'm but I'm genuinely she, excited about talking about this Yeah, topic. same. Yeah. Yeah. Because, hey, what's been happening in America, it's starting to happen here, and it's a surveillance state here. Anyway, the, the cop uh, situation. They, they, uh, they were talking about how the EPA was going to come down and confiscate our gear if we didn't turn it down or stop and I'm like I'm sorry but I don't believe that to be correct like being completely diplomatic and he just kept pushing me and just provoking me with just nonsense um telling me about how you've got to shut down by 10 and you should you know and what time and I'm was, like hold on what time was this that's sorry that's Not- incorrect as well it's actually 11 yeah 11 for musical instruments 10 is for power tools <laughs> and we're not a power tool it's pretty clear I think, yeah. so yeah, the last time they came around, the crowd was louder than us. Yeah. As in, I couldn't hear myself sing because the crowd was singing over us. So they came straight in and they were just shining lights in our eyes and just being, oh, being very pro- provocative. And just after speaking to back and forth a bit, the yeah, they just got in their high horses and then I just had enough. I was just like, I just started tearing shreds. So off. you've lost your shit and they've right, you're under arrest. No, no, no. They, they kept saying, because I was literally tearing them apart in terms of, well, you know, I, I, I stupidly, I was like, you guys do not know what you're doing. Do us a favor. Like, just tearing shreds off and saying, you guys should resign. You don't know anything about what you're talking about. And you've been coming in here, shining lights in our eyes and being talking nonsense about EPA. And just, I was just tearing shreds off them. And all they could say to me was, keep packing up, mate. And I'm like, I was packing up as I was talking to them. So they were just just getting under my skin and they knew it yeah. and they kept pushing until I just lost it and I just kept getting louder and louder and they said mate if you keep this up you'll be arrested and I was just like just fucking arrest me you came here to arrest someone just fucking arrest me and that was that's how it got done so was it violent the arrest hey was it violent? no no no, no. The, the good thing about did very they, very did smart they cu- did the they sergeant yeah the sergeant was very smart about it he got one of the younger police officers to arrest me he didn't arrest me very smart because I was just, I did, I didn't. You know, there was no. Well, that's a tactic they use. They, they'll, yeah. they'll be a bad guy, and then there'll be someone that there'll you'll be sign someone. Up with. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just, yeah, I was. I mean, the old good cop, bad I was cop, furious. And but because as you soon won't as they phys- cuffed me, you won't physically react to someone that you weren't in a confrontation with. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So mm. it's, it's, yeah. But they didn't follow protocol, and they didn't give me the option of this and that until afterwards. And then I found out later that they didn't even. They came in to the property without permission, so they weren't following the book either, and I was just copped the, the brunt of it, basically. So they've hauled you back to the station? Yep. And did they officially charge you? Uh, I'm, I'm doubting they would have. 
the thing is, they offered me an on-the-spot fine. I'm like, I was still so furious. This was literally 10 minutes after I was arrested. They, they said, we'll give you a fine. You can walk out of here in 10 minutes or we'll do the full processing. And I just said... Do the full process. You're kidding me. What? Yeah. I don't even still know why I'm here. Yeah. What have you arrested me for? You still haven't told me. They didn't give me any, um, you know, and I was just so fuming. I was just, I didn't say a word until I was spoken to. I was just, I was just seeing red. Yeah. I couldn't believe how far this has gotten. And I was just like, I was still so worked up from the argument I had with the, the so sergeant and the other officer that I was like, how dare you? How can you? How can you do this? That this is ridiculous. I've never been in almost a thousand gigs anywhere close to anything like this before. What is wrong with you, guys? This quite easily could have not have happened, but the, the way that they went about it, I was just—I've never been so just so get, angry, but get, defenseless. Getting back to that, have you heard anything since? Yeah, yeah. I've been to court um, for oh, mention. And yeah, because get oh, there's there's so much more to the story. I don't really want to talk about more of it because it's just it's just can a I plethora ask a of errors. Of, oops, shit. Can but I ask they a, put it through? Can and I they ask, didn't? Yeah. yeah. Can I ask a couple of questions? Um, so it went to court. You you faced court for it. They gave me the option five minutes after they were, ten minutes after they arrested me. I was still yep. fuming, and I yep. said I don't even know why I'm here. So basically, they just went through, did the processing, did the process, got sent to court. Yeah. I rang up day and a half later, and I apologised, did the full thing, and they're like. Yeah, this happened all the time. I really appreciate that you called and apologised, but sorry, we've already put no, it through. Been, and I'm been, like... Yeah. Yeah. And then they said they'll try and get the person to recall it. And they called them and spoke to them and they said, sorry, he's already put it through. So then the court was like, oh, no, fuck you. Let's fucking do this guy over. So it was Talking just, about you? Uh, the courts in Meriden. The, well, we're talking about they you, They ordered... No, when you say, like, fuck, let's fuck this process. guy over, talk, you're talking about you. Yeah, so they've they've put it through, and the, and then the so arresting the officer, didn't... the arresting officer, has called the court to say, "Hey, this guy's just apologised. We we kind of, you know, obviously, I don't know what the conversation was because I wasn't there. But he <laughs> the, asked him to. The to magistrate pull... probably listened to you. No, guys no, no, not the judge, <laughs> not the judge. It was just the the officer that sits and does all the paperwork at the courts, yep. not the judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a comment. The policeman said, "Can you just ditch that order?" or whatever the hell, the court order or whatever it is. And then the guy at the court says, like, no. Nah. Well, you'll have a prosecutor and then you'll have a magistrate which they front and then they decide whether or not it's going to be heard any further. Yeah. A lot of things can be thrown out of court before that because it's not worth the court's time. That's what the police officer said to me. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off even more. I'm like, hold on a second. So the arresting officer and the sergeant both pushed for it to be thrown out and it still went through. So right. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this system? How long ago was this? Uh, middle of December. So, I've got to go next Tuesday back to court. It, everything should be fine, but knowing the last month and a half I've had, I'm holding my breath because I've been f fucking going through bullshit yeah. on all sides, and so I'm not. I'm not trying to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm holding my breath, mate. I'll tell you what. Well. Okay, our one listener. If uh, let's start a campaign. If campaign. Pete, if Pete has to uh, pay, keep fighting, keep and it pay, fine. Yeah. Let's all the musos in Perth <laughs> get a. We'll get a GoFundMe page happening to pay the fine because you're playing music and you've been arrested yeah. for playing music, and we'll bring some attention to, to it. Like, fuck the police. You know what? Um, I I've got, to I've got mates in the coppers that would probably go. That's ridiculous. 
Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I actually have spoken, well, not spoken to a policeman, but I've spoken to a lawyer, uh, a friend of a friend who's, what, a friend's mum who's used to be or still is a lawyer, semi-retired, and she said, but she was a plea officer. That's what she was good at. So she's just gone, no, well, yeah, you're in the wrong and took me through the whole thing. And she was being, she's been so good. Um, and, but she, even she at times has gone, really? Like even she thinks there's certain things about it that it's like, they should have, this should have been thrown out pretty much when it started. She said Yeah, to me, but see, here's the thing. That, and this is from, and I've been around the industry for a long time too and been involved on from a managerial point of the hotel through to, you were doing a private party. They asked you to probably just. Did they ask you to stop? And you kept going. No, they didn't want they to ask us, you to stop. They, they said turn it down, right? The first time they said turn it down, um, and we just stopped. Yep. The second time they said stop, even though it was before eleven. It was even before ten. And you stopped one, at that point. And we stopped again. So they've just. And come then we've come back and turned it down to re- drastically reduce the volume each time they told us to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to try and after talking to Blake. The client, the, yeah. the guy that we're playing for, yeah. and he's like, "Man, yeah, don't don't worry about them. We'll deal with them. Yeah. You know, just keep playing. You've got nothing." And I'm like, "Because he's he can't believe what's happening either," and we're still within the regulations. It'd be interesting to see what the deal is there, but I, I I honestly think you haven't got to think anything to worry about, and I think that what they'll do is the when it does front up, they'll just say, "Look, I've got a feeling because I just." I'm, this is how I. This is my prediction, and we'll we'll find out what happens. I think it'll be thrown out, but you may have to pay court costs. Yeah, no, that's fine. There won't court be costs are nothing. The, but yeah, what I'm concerned about is the it'll fine. It'll be about two seventy, but it'll be. I think the fine will get dropped. But you, you think um, that'd be fantastic? Have they? What are? The, what's the fine that they issue? They said a five hundred on the spot, and I was like, "What? You're kidding me!" And that's what, why I said, and just, did they say what for?" Excessive. No, rules. that's the thing. Hey. They didn't even give me like anything to read Have to you? tell me what I was charged with. Uh. Only afterwards, they gave me the official thing, and then I read through the statement, which half of it is nonsense. Yeah. And and they've they've done me for all they could do me for, which was disorderly contact in a public place. And the thing is, only because we could be heard in a public place. We're in a private sports club. She's you lucked out. I've told yeah. I've told the cop couple of coppers like right where. To- where to go to out on the street like when they've been giving it to me about something. That's what I mean. It's and like I've got a way of murder then. Every part of it is like, it's just been against me, each part of, wow. along the line. And that's what just does my head in so much. I don't know. I'll, I don't know. I don't think you've got too much to worry about. Quietly. Well, I've been concerned even though, I mean, and it's th- not even to do with, um, you know, the like me getting, I don't, I care about money, but and I care about money now because I'm so fucking broke. Yeah. Because of everything that's been happening, and moving out and getting getting screwed over in New Eve and everything going to Melbourne, it just means I'm screwed. So the money is going to hurt a lot. But it's not even that. It's more that the fact that this is how far something like this can go. What are we? Are we turning into a police state? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are. We're not not a police state. We're turning into. And I mean, if you want to dive down. We, we love a conspiracy oh, theory yeah, here on Stacks, it. but... I think everyone's whole, just scared. I think the whole world... No, the thing is, what's happening is, is that we've got a lot of people on the planet. Now, you need to control the people on the planet in order 
to stop yeah, yeah, to yeah. stop chaos, right? So the reason we have law and all that kind of stuff is to to control that. Now, when you get so many people on the planet, getting back to what I was saying before, we um, you, you you have to toughen up as things go on. Now they're also dealing with things like you know methamphetamine freaks and all this mm. kind of stuff, and they they've kind of got their backs up because what's happening mm. nowadays is, and this is with law enforcement right across the world, and this is as I said, this is only my opinion, but we have got an is- issue where everything is visible and what you can do is just put out a tweet, a post or something like that and state your feelings and all of a sudden a lot of people will agree with you and then all of a sudden you get this, when a policeman walks down the street, he's either looked at a certain way. Now, when they go back to the station, they go, people out there just don't like us. So all of a sudden they get their back up. Now, unfortunately for you who may not have been one of those guys, you know, and you're definitely not someone who's on, on crack and all that shit. But unfortunately for you is that we're copping now that us first them mentality. So yeah. that's definitely what's happening in the, the United States. They've brought up Yeah, exactly. So people they deal with. So they're they're dealing with people going, hey, you know, and getting yeah. stuck in on and all that kind of stuff. Now it's a two way street. Like I can understand it from that point of view as far as they go. So yeah. they're kind of losing patience with general public even though they are because as soon as they bolt on that blue shirt it's all of a sudden mm. they're treated differently and so we're getting that and and humanity's changing like we're, we're becoming less tolerant as a species and there's going to be no one more less tolerant than the law enforcement trying to keep a lid on yeah. it so that's that's actually what's going down it's not yeah. you personally they, no, they would have had a bad couple of months. Yeah, I know. That sergeant's and I, and come in and he's part. gone, oh, here we go again. He's probably yeah. dealt with, like, so people many. being up at one o'clock off their heads. Yeah. And he's go, here we go again. Yeah. So, and so then, I fully get that from their perspective. Hence the apology straight away. Yeah. And yeah. saying to him while I was on the phone, look, I know that you guys have a, you know, I shouldn't have, I should have known better you guys cop it all the time. Um, and that was genuine, sincere. Did the lawyer friend mention anything about the fact that you were contracted to do that and you were being paid to do that by the people who actually run that establishment? Yeah. Unfortunately, as much as trivial as there's all these little things about it are, the fact that... But that's not what the thing, charge is. The charge yeah. is you personally yeah. Yeah. That's were creating a disturbance yeah. in a public area is what the charge is. So, yeah. so it I'm, doesn't matter that you were there working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of... A, all of that is irrelevant. And the way that I've been told to, to go into it is all exactly what I would want to do anyway. It's just been told the exact way to do it to, to please them the most. And that's what I've been I'll, doing. I'll tell you better. I, I got done... <laughs> I was drunk as 10 monkeys. I'm not proud of it, but... <laughs> drunk as 10 monkeys one night. Um, I had a friend... Well, when I was working at Divers Tavern in Broome, we had a bit of a lock-in. I had uh, a couple of girls that were from England that worked for us, and they were brilliant. They were absolutely brilliant girls. So we had a bit of a lock-in, and and I had this thing called the uh, inebriation, Bachelor of Inebriation degree, where if you drink (laughs) a beer from every tap in Divers, and you've been to Divers Tavern, and it's got the two bars. So you start out at the restaurant bar, and there's like a set of fobs, a set of fobs, two sets of fobs. So I think there's 16 fobs in the first one and probably 16 oh. to 20 or something in the second one. Fobs being, of course, where you pour a beer from. Now, one of Not those pints. fobs... What are the... No, no, no. It was just... Middies. Just middies. Still, yeah, just middies. So by the time you go so through... Much beer. But you have three hours... Ah, uh, two hours, sorry, to do it. 
So the, the two girls, we, we shut down the pub. This is at midnight. Yeah. We shut down the pub at midnight and the girls decided to have a crack at it. One of the girls done it. Oh, she she really? made it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so what happened was like we shut down the pub, done the Bachelor of Inebriation. They've got through. We're, I'm doing it with them, of course. Like, you know, yeah. you know monkey see, monkey do. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I fucking love it. Anyway, we, uh, we're going through it. But the difference is... Um, uh, I'm just trying to think of the girl's name. Uh, it's not coming to me right now. British um, name? British name, but yeah, we'll play guesses all night. She's, it'll come to me, it'll come to me later on. But yeah, she, she's awesome. She played a bit of touch footy. She's, she plays rugby union still over in England. Like she's, right. a, she's, a, um, she's a pretty full-on girl. She's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of fun. So anyway, she's, uh, she's done it. She's made it and all that kind of stuff. And anyway, so we've had a couple of shooters after that as well. <laughs> but... What happened was, that was two hours. So in, heading into three hours, we're all just gone. We're gone. That's 36 middies. Yeah. Well, 37. Did you say 17 and about 20 other taps in the bar? Oh, there was close to 30 taps, 30 plus taps. So 30 middies in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and, and two of them were uh, Bundaberg Run. So that gets in amongst everything else as well. Ciders, beers, oh. you name it. Including light beers, yeah. you know. You had to do the light beers as well. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> we're, we're finished at I've shut up the pub well I think I did um, I've shut up the pub because I could feel myself getting way gone and then jumped on my little red scooter oh. <laughs> to ride home now this is the bit that I shouldn't have done you naturally drink that much and even though I'm on a scooter I can still hurt myself yeah, yeah. I've turned out on a gubbins road and I should have turned right I've turned left it was basically heading out of town out to Broome <laughs> and then you've got horizontal waterfalls I've got there their place where they store their uh, their boats and do all their bookings from there and that. It's not a commercial property. It's a it's like a workshop. They've got their buses there. That So I've sort of swung into them somehow and I've come off. Oh. This is at 6.30 in the morning. Like By the time I'm going home, I'm supposed to start work at 10 o'clock again. I was fucked. <laughs> so we've, I've come off, off the bike, hit the ground really, really hard and that's the scars on my head and mm. knocked myself out. Completely KO'd on the ground. The guy called Troy from Horizontal Waterfalls. G'day, Troy, if you ever hear this. Um, not that you will, mate. You're not, you're not one of the one listeners. But uh, I've hit the ground, knocked myself out. He's rushed out. I wasn't moving because I was blind. Not so much. He just, I just like didn't get up for minutes. He goes, mate, you were there for like eight minutes. I was snoring. Well, I was just... He thought I was dead. Called, called an ambulance. Well, I must have been sorry. I was just like knocked out. Fuck, I won't bother getting up, you know. And then <laughs> yeah, just, just, la- just laying bit, yeah. there on the middle of the road, like blood pissing out of your head, you know, oh, just, just standard night out. And then uh, he's he's called the ambulance. The ambulance had come, and apparently I was right into that song "Dick in a Box" by uh, uh, yeah. Lonely Island. So when they've bought me two, and I've come back too, and I still can't remember any of this, I'm going got the coppers and I'm wrestling the coppers and that because I really I don't know what was happening and I'm going dick in a box dick in a box yeah you know and I'm sort of like going dick and apparently I'm like getting them in headlocks and giving them the, the raspberries and doing all this shit oh, I don't know so then they've taken me to the hospital and then I've passed out again because my brain started swelling you know and then they've sort of seduced me and, and settled me down and like you know put me to sleep so I, I just relax and all this kind of shit but so 
the police had turned up at that stage, like, because they've sort of like, what the fuck, you know, we've got this guy. Their report was there's a guy dead on the road. They've rushed out. The ambulance has rushed out. I'm just maggoted. <laughs> Crashed a little red scooter and just knocked myself out. <laughs> so anyway, I had to front court for that. So really, so technically I wasn't arrested, but that's another but yeah. one, I guess, that I never thought of. But I had to front court. Now, I was going to lose my licence. Yeah. They couldn't even put me... I couldn't even yeah. blow into anything, but the blood <laughs> test come back like, holy fuck, you know yeah. what I mean? After doing the Bachelor of Inebriation. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then, uh, yeah, oh. I ended up... Yeah, so I was, I was pretty pissed. And then woke up in hospital and they are going, holy fuck, man, you were just like, what the hell? You know, like when you come in there. So we've never had someone so drunk and you're like... You know, and I woke up the following couple of days. Like, I just I was out. Out? Yeah, days? A da- couple of days, yeah. Jeez. So then um, I woke up and I thought, what the fuck happened to me? Because half my head was still out at Gubbins Road. Yeah. And um, I was like, what, what's going on here? And then the doctor said, oh, you were awake yesterday. Can you remember talking? And I was like, mate, I can't remember talking to you for how long has it been? It was this is like day three. And I, they said, you, you woke up yesterday. And you thought you were in 1992. <laughs> now, in 92, I went down to Penrith and had the fuck kicked out of me by a bloke. And I ended up in the Nepean Hospital because I got no blue and ended up coming not just second, but a distant second. <laughs> was, wasn't, even by, wasn't even by length. It was like by the course. But uh, <laughs> come very second in that little altercation. And I got absolutely belted. And... and I, that was in 92. So that was the last time that I had major head trauma. Mm. And so I woke up from the head trauma and all of a sudden it's weird how your brain works, but I thought I was straight back in 1992. Yeah. So the they're trauma. asking me questions going like, who's the Prime Minister? And I'm saying, oh, Paul Keating and oh, what no song's way. on the radio? And I'm going like, because uh, they, they told me, the doctors went, we've heard of this, but we've never seen it with our own eyes happening. You were answering all these questions. You, your mind just went back it's to back 1992. And I was answering all these questions. I was like, who won Bathurst? And and I was answering them all correct because it was like, oh, that's easy. Like, what are you guys, why are you asking me? Apparently I was saying, why are you asking me these questions? Like, don't you know? It's like pretty obvious. And then went back to sleep and then my my mind come back good. And then the next day I ended up okay again. So, yeah, but but I had to front court for that little kerfuffle. (laughs) And um, I went in, this is what I went in and I said, look, I said to the magistrate, there's no need to waste any more of the court's time. Um, I understand what I did, and I'm going to plead guilty to all the things that I have here before me. I did do these things. There's no denying that. Uh, I just want to offer my apology. I'm sorry to the officer that I put in charge, uh, that was in charge of doing all that, uh, Officer Webb from memory, from, from Broome. Uh, and I said, I'm really sorry about that. Sorry if I scared anyone. Uh, I, I was so drunk that I didn't even know I was hopping on a bike. Obviously not good. Not good because I'm the manager out there, so I'm not setting a good example. Mm. Uh, just complete stuff up. Um, I, I'm sorry. And whatever you decide is my fate from here on in because, you know, obviously it's in your hands now. I accept it wholly heartedly. Uh, if mm. it means I lose my licence for a long period of time, I'm very happy to accept that. Mm. I'm, I'm lucky to have my life. And mm. then he went, yep, thank you very much, Mr Deeg. And then he said, turn around, and he said, well, I wish everyone that come into court was just so frank and forward and a admitting and I only lost my license for three months wow they could have had me for a long time Where, what court was this uh, broom broom yeah and he just because I went in there and I admitted what I did and I, 
I basically took away everything that he was going to say to me. So mm. he, he obviously looked at me and went, well, this guy mm. understands what he's done. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be what you want to do in your no, case. No, no, no. That's pretty much what my lawyer. But the lawyer, lawyer, do, it's, but good, it's good advice. Yeah, but, but the thing is, what I've I've gone kind of, not the next step, but I've written it all out for the duty lawyer to tell on my behalf. Basically, the same as what you said in my case. Yep. So I've, I've gone ahead and I apologised to just so that it would come out properly. She said it's better to get your duty lawyer to say that on your behalf than you, and to put it in the court's words. Yep. Now, I'm kind of thinking after you tell me that story that maybe I should do it myself. Although I actually have, I'm pretty sure it's the same judge that I'll be seeing in Midland who I, I saw I think they appreciate Meriden. it if you, it's not just spilling out of what the lawyer told you to say. Yeah. Because what that doesn't do is it doesn't show that you actually understand the yeah, severity yeah. of the situation. But I did write, yeah, well... That's what you'd hope the duty lawyer would be able to help you tell or whether you should tell the judge See, yourself. here's the other thing too. We've got a lot of dumb fucks in society. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right? Anyone that listens to the this podcast is obviously a genius. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a lot of... I mean, I mean, you know... Bill Burr, Bill Burr says it. Yeah. If anyone wants to listen to a great comedian, a guy called Bill Burr, but, you know, sometimes we need to thin the herd. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. we've got a lot of people in there that... And a lot of people that normally do stupid shit yeah aren't exactly from very intelligent stock no they're not so, from good stock so they do appreciate when somebody is like look I'm really sorry you know this is something yeah. because that's all they want I'm going to ask my that's lawyer what, that yep before take, I go yeah take it on board and, and just say look even when she told me that I was like are you sure shouldn't I just say it myself so I'll have to, I'll have to ask her again yeah just tell her prepare something put it to your lawyer and say this is and just and just say, look, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry about causing all the commotion. At that time, point in time, I didn't understand. And I guess, you know, to, to put, put it in my shoes, I'm, I'm there trying to... And I was put in a difficult position because I was being paid and I'd committed a lot to get out there to play. That was... It's all in... The I was really concerned with, if I shut down, do I... Yeah, how am I going to cover yeah. costs? All those yeah, things were running yeah. through my head. So therefore, I was at a, a, in a, put in a position of you know, of doubt and it, it was, one, it was uncomfortable and two, that, you know, I was very unsure about what was happening and, and I was put in a position that I've never been in before. I apologise to the courts. Mm. I, I see what's been written in front of me. I admit I did create a commotion and I guess if the court wishes to, or Your Honour, you wish to proceed with it and, and find me for this, I guess that's, you know, in a way that's what they can do but you mm. want to sort of make out, look, look I, I believe I learned a lot from this. However... You know, I don't think that a fine is really going to help, but especially someone in my position. But you've got to be careful about how you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I've. You don't want to look like you're just trying to wriggle out of the money and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I've revised it heaps. When you say, because the thing is, they're gonna one thing they do. We shouldn't talk too much more about this because probably boring. Probably boring as fuck. But when you, well, yeah, you know. But when you're in, yeah, we want to get back to more dick jokes. But. <laughs> when, you're, when you're in court too, like one thing, they want to, that's what they, but anyway, in a nutshell, they want to just see that you understand. Yeah, yeah. And that's some good advice for anyone out there that's in a bit of trouble. Look, just actually look at it for what it is. And you know what? All bullshit aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what a court's there yeah, for. Don't all bullshit aside. Try and take him on a story. Don't, don't ever think you're smarter yeah, than a magistrate nothing, because they, even if you, simple. even if you are, it would it's be super smart to not to, be that not, way because. Yeah. <laughs> because they didn't study five years to have some guy that fucking plays guitar and knows four chords yeah, to come yeah, up and yeah. make they out just, that they know nothing. Yeah. 
even yeah, though you play five chords. Yeah. So anyway, so that's cool. So yeah, can you not release this podcast until um, after Tuesday next week? No one's That'd gonna hear great. it. No one's gonna hear it. You're safe as. No, like really, can you? Because <laughs> I'm, you know, knowing my luck in the last couple of months, someone will hear it, and who? It'd just be paint a bad picture. One of the things that Lloyd told me is that because at the time I was thinking, well, they'll probably say don't talk about it on a don't talk about national forum. How, yeah. <laughs> on a national on one of the most popular podcasts. I need another beer. On that note. On, uh, yeah, so just a bit of advice. Probably not uh, the best thing to do is to talk about it on a uh, on Australia's most popular podcast, Stacks Podcast. If you're ever driving home or just want some time alone and you want to hear my sweet, sultry voice, Stacks Podcast, we're there for you. Brought to you by Bryden's Lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the Bryden's Lawyers. Can't be any worse than that. Uh, who's the other mob? Slater and Gordon. Oh dear, yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. Or whatever. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. There's that's an o day or something. Anyway, so that's done and dusted. Yeah, and, right. uh, next. Hey, next, next topic. topic. Yeah, let me just get back to that one that... Now, we were talking about shit and, <laughs> and shit hot earlier, and I can't believe it didn't shit spring my mind. But I want to talk about a particular shit that I did this morning. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I know, shit topic, but mm. we're going to do it. Have you... I've got a question, Pete, and it's a serious question. Okay. Have you ever... Do you look at what you've created? Yes. You, everyone does, right? Because if you see, like, a fucking arm in there, <laughs> you probably want to know what you did the night before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Must be... Admit, I'm more interested since I was asked for a stool sample in the hospital once, and I'm like, that's a very good point, because it tells you a very... Of what's going on with your uh, oh, digestive system. Absolutely. It completely tells you what's going on. Well, you don't well, want to like examine with a well, magnifying glass. I'd done a shit once and seen there was a cherry ripe packet in it. <laughs> I must have been blind. <laughs> and, and a cherry ripe without. Yeah, nah, a cherry you ripe packet. Not a whole packet, but a but fair, fair piece of a packet. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell it was cherry ripe because it had C H E R and then that was about it. So I've bitten the top off, I think, to eat it. And, you just, and I've swallowed it. Just, <laughs> and when I've gone the next day, I've gone, that looks like a cherry ripe. I must have had a cherry Holy right. shit, pardon the pun. I must have had a cherry right last night with that nine kebabs or whatever it was. Jesus. Yeah, but anyway, getting back to my, my stool sample, I don't know shit this morning, and I want to know if this has ever happened to you. <laughs> it was kind of a light fawny colour at the beginning, and then halfway through changed to a dark brown. Ah. Has that, has that happened to anyone out there? Is that normal? I, Does that mean you've eaten something... And then you've eaten something else, and it's, and it's it started to make its way into the colon. I believe oh, that's the. Oh man, it's probably. I've got a friend who's a uh, proctologist. Oh, yeah, that's Maybe very can... interesting. <laughs> and and technically, is that no, a top, I... is that a top deck turd? <laughs> <laughs> I have had something similar. I have to admit. Um, yeah, different different colours and shades and going... Yeah, but what? like half and then just like pretty clean oh, and then clean half, and half another colour, wow. like, like a top deck turd. I've had something similar. Not exactly top deck, but like started off light and then gone dark and yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go, listeners. Tell us about your turd. There you go. We're, we're up for that. Remember, Stacks Podcast on Facebook. Send us Stack some uh, send us some shit. Let's talk about what <laughs> you guys are... We'd like to know shit. who's listening. On Share it with the mates. Yeah, if they can get through the first 10 minutes... <laughs> <laughs> of the bullshit that the we bullshit that we come out with, yeah. Uh, you know, I always I always tried to get on the Tinder, 
myself. Really? But I kept forgetting. <laughs> That's what happens when you tend to forget. <laughs> oh, no. Hello. you got to save some of this stuff for the road, man. Oh, I ain't going on the road. Aren't you? I you don't know. Now. I want to I go on the road. You can't now, though. I can. You got a kid. I got a picnic. I got to take them with me. Oh yeah, right. True. Yeah. Hey, that's actually not a bad idea. And and seriously, you don't. Before want to she be, goes to school, people picnic. don't want to pay money to hear jokes like that. They want. They want. Passing. If they're coming Passing. to see Buffet, they want smut and filth, because that's what they expect. <laughs> and that's god damn it. That's what I'm going to give them. That's what they're going to get. <laughs> Top deck turds right across the face. Not quite that smutty or filthy. So yeah, mate. Um, moving on, let's listen to a song just to break up the uh, yes, the podcast. So, tell us about now new musically. Just so uh, Pete, like we're going to get you to select a song to close the show with that isn't yours. There's okay. a whole pile of original stuff there. Yeah, does it have to be from that pile? Has to be from that pile, but uh-huh. not now. Um, we're going to listen to your. New song is it? Has it been released yet? Yeah, it was re- <sighs> released ages ago. Bloody ages ago. And my uh, pub, uh, technically, my kind of servicing publicist says it's a you know pretty much told me that you're going backwards by doing this, <laughs> but I didn't care because I've always wanted to make a video for this. Uh, you know what? Fuck this tune. Yeah, do what you no, want to no, do. No, but he's just coming from a marketing perspective, so I fully get it. No, I want you to actually fuck him. That's what <laughs> you do. What you want to do. <laughs> hey, I'm very um. Very handsome guy, but yeah, I don't swing that way. Are you telling me that I may, could, should consider it? Would it get me places? It probably would. <laughs> shag your way to the top. Shag your way to the top. Hey, plenty have done it. <laughs> what if they shag their way to the top of Everest? <laughs> I mean, I've seen some pretty nasty frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't have to go that high up for that kind of frostbite. Yeah, true. Maybe just Antarctica. Just in slam your knob in the freezer lot for about an hour and you know? a half and just see what happens <laughs> <laughs> Just for something to do. <laughs> Shits and giggles. <laughs> anyway, so so getting back to this film clip. So you, you how long ago did you release this song in Prudence? Uh, how did I know the name of it? Did you even tell me? January two thousand four. Two thousand four. Oh fuck. Uh, was initially. The I was going to say it would sound like this. I do like yeah, yeah, exactly. The seaside. It was back in two thousand four. <laughs> That's how they sang songs back then. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, the noughties. <laughs> what is that? Who is that? It's a long way to Tipperary. <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit. No, we're talking no, we're 2000s, like that, but... not 1990s. <laughs> no, this is like that. That was like 1934. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Maybe I that... oh, can't believe you couldn't tell by the references. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not big on that that era. I, I fucking admit. love it. I don't know anything it. about it. I love that era. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah. So you so 2014 you released Imprudence. Did what yep, al- what album was it on? It isn't dead. That's the EP. We haven't done albums yet. Too expensive, too hard. No one likes it enough. But hopefully soon. Actually, we Blackjack we're recording soon and ah. yeah, and we because we finally got our shit together in your studio? Uh no. No. I figured I'm better off handing it off to another producer. Ooh. Someone, Aaron. no, someone who I completely don't know. Pete Renzillo. No, Pete Ashton. No, we're going. No, no, we're going, no, no one that I'm I'm friends with. Interesting. I, the reason I'm doing that is because that way it's a professional relationship. 
Yeah, I think it'll work better. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. what it needs to be. Well, they mate, I'm, I'm mates with so many guys that you know it turns out a favour for favour, and then yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. put on the back burner because yeah. it's me, and it's like I'll yeah. do Jai's stuff later and all that yeah. shit. And I don't pay mates because they can mm. all get fucked. <laughs> no, because no, you do enough for them anyway. And it's can, yeah, because it's always tit for tat with the favours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We look after each other exactly. and do this and that. But what I'm saying is, is that I'd rather just pay someone who does it. That's what they do. Yeah. Go and get it done, yeah. and then have a producer and with no bias or yeah, and that fresh ears too, mate. Yeah. Like, like someone yeah. who doesn't know our music listens to it and goes, oh. Have you got any ideas? Because I've got some ideas for you. Robert Agostini, he's. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I'm actually going with Indie Bell Records, which is Ooh. works out of Super Freak. Now, the reason being is that I love Ooh. one of the rooms at Super Freak and I want to record in that room. So they've got a big Amtrak desk there. It's massive wow. and we're all good to go. He's got some good gear there. It's a lot of analogue stuff. The guy that runs Super yeah, Freak? Yeah, a lot of analogue stuff, which uh, makes me... Yeah, giddy. Horny. Yeah. Hard. Yeah, so the good thing is it's going to get this sort of old... I, I want that 90s sound. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, cool, man. Yeah. Looking so, forward to hearing that. Yeah. Analog. Oh. And then to be released on digital. But you can tell yeah, the difference Yeah, it'll be still. released. Yeah, but you still got, tell the difference. It's got a bit of analog gear. It's got a lot of old uh, stuff. Because the source recording, that's what... The, well, I yeah. still think the best place in Perth is Poon's Head. Poon Tang? Mm. Poon's Head. Oh, Prince Head. Rob Grant, Poon's Head, Fremantle. I think he's Ooh. got the best studio on Perth. Me personally. Okay. There's a lot of people who disagree with me. Haven't been. Can't oh, comment. Because it's all old blue tape. Like it's all the old old mm. school that they were doing in the 60s and it's got that sound. How good's the music sound back then? Yeah. Well, production was a bit meh, but music, great. Music was fun. But I like that production. I like It's like I like watching film as opposed to this no, real you, sharp. Are you sure you're not talking like 70s or like late 60s and early 70s? Because 60s is pretty ancient, and that's when they didn't even know what they were doing. Still. No, they not were still so much. In yeah, late coats. 70s, we're talking... Like the Beatles were being recorded with dudes in lab coats in the early days. <laughs> like literally, it was a scientific process. Wow. That's how... Geez, we get off topic. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that's why I was saying it's going to be a movie-length podcast, minimum. So what... Um, your your release is a while back, and you're about to release a film clip now. Well, this is the kind of stepping stone because I'm ready. We're, I've got I'm in a position now where I'm ready to record our next EP. So this whole release of this video is kind of been you know delayed. Well, because of life and survival, but also it's kind of like the it's like the breakout. Here we are. We're back. Talking point. And then we'll go on to record, hence why I was talking to Vass just before. And he's keen to be my drummer uh, for the next release because Victor is moving to the USA. That's a whole other thing we'll probably talk about later. Um, so goodbye, Victor. Unfortunately, he's probably going to be swayed away to the US because his old company rang him because they're opening a new uh, you know, arm of the company in North Carolina. So they rang Victor and he's like... Yeah, Perth's not really working out for me, so yeah, okay. It's is is very he working for that company now? He, no, he used to, but just before he came to Australia, he was still working for him. It's a shame, what a great guy. Yeah, yeah. But hey, Perth has just not been that friendly to our Latino friends, so they're just kind of like, what are we doing here now still? Yeah, Because yeah. they've just been working random jobs and not getting a lift, a hand up. And, and it's, no well, one wants to the sponsor them it's because, oh, it's too hard. Yeah. What do you mean it's too hard? It's just a bit of paperwork. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah, exactly. And they're probably the harder workers than you've ever seen in your life. 
Like considering most of the bogans that we have that I hear about from my brother and some other people that have people working below them and there's a lot of people that are in jobs that are hard to fire because of the regulations keep them safe. That's true. And then they t- they know this, so they they're, they're good for the first three months, and then they're safe. You can't fire them that easily. You need a reason. <sighs> Let's bring Trump to Australia. <laughs> bring Trump to Australia. Problem solved. <laughs> That'll get some ratings. Yeah, let's not go there because we might get. <laughs> I was hit. I was tempted. I actually had Trump down on my things to Did talk you? about. Did oh, you? But we won't. We won't man. go there. We won't Do you know there. what happened to me in Melbourne? I'd got into an argument without even wanting to. Was it about our man Trump? Yeah, it was. Some. Oh, he's a mate of mine, but sometimes he can be very narrow-minded. He jumped on me, and I didn't even say anything. I don't even support the. I don't support any of those pricks. It's all just a Muppet show. <laughs> It really is. But to be perfectly honest, I am. I was glad when Trump came in. When he won that day, I was like, you know what? Thankfully, because the only thing he's good for is to go in and just throw spanners in the works Bang and all on. the Bang bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. that's the only reason why I was happy for him to get in there. Because yeah. now, all well, this pol- stuff pol- is politics, coming out. Politics around the world is, is now on notice. Yeah. Because and of all Trump. this shit is coming yeah. out of the woodwork. Yeah. And people yeah. are seeing it for what it really is. All the corruption and all the shit that has been going on for the last 15 years or more is starting to come out. And Trump has been one of the reasons why it's coming out. But, we, I mean, go back to, like, Theodore Roosevelt for the United States. Mm. He was kind of... They, they compare him a lot to Theodore Roosevelt. And apparently he went in there as, like, no, nah, I'm doing it my way. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of people making a lot of money who want Trump dead and they're not going to... It's Man, I've had to take a break. I had to stop looking into this stuff a few months ago because I was just like, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. And it got in the way of your film clip. Yeah, I guess that's it. Well... (laughs) Let's get no, back to, let's get back to Trump. I spend about a year or two. Let's get Sorry, back to Trump. Because we'll finally get on to this film clip. Yeah, we will. Yeah, there's another hour or so on Trump. But, I mean, I'm happy to talk <laughs> a little bit about it. But I'm, everyone's probably so sick of hearing about Trump. Yeah, but then exactly. again, different opinions, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I must admit, I did see a skit with Alec Baldwin the other day. He, he done a very good it. job, yeah. Very just good made job this of... skit and it was hilarious. He's <laughs> like, Trump's on the phone going, who, you, uh, all right. Right, we're not going to do that and prepare for war. <laughs> prepare for war and hang up. It's fucking hilarious. Oh. I can't do the. I can't do his voice. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shit deal. Sorry. We're getting twelve hundred refugees. Uh, oh yeah, about the Turnbull. Yeah, Trump. yeah, yeah. Yep, got it. That just happened, and then uh, he's like, I, I believe I've seen it that bit where he says prepare deal and uh, suck eggs. Like you it. suck. Uh, you suck eggs and prepare for war. Yeah. <laughs> very funny yeah I think um, I've got my opinions on Trump but I think they're very different to a lot of people's they're sideways they're not one way or the other they're very sideways but anyway so yeah, but you've look, probably got a, a much more wide open opinion like me on the whole situation yeah like I'm very uh, objective yeah and I think I, I don't look I, I read what media says and I read between the lines, and yeah. I, I listen to a lot exactly. of stuff. It's like, just propaganda. Yeah, look, I watch I watch things like The Young Turks, and then I'll go listen to Alex Jones, The Mental Case, and then I'll, yeah. I mean, but he's got a lot of good points. And then I like I, I listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts because it's something I'm really fanatical about, and a lot mm. of opinions. And 
when you hear a lot of different opinions, you can actually form one yourself yeah. based on. We are Reading basing it on other lines. people. Well, there's no way I can form an opinion on my own relationship with Donald Trump because it's, <laughs> it's obviously yeah. not going to happen. Exactly. You know? And you can't, and this is the thing that pisses me off the most, most people have come up with their opinions of him based on what has been thrown at them via propaganda, which is just mass media. I always and thought, of propaganda, away, I always thought of propaganda was when you're having a real good look. It's not... not <laughs> I knew I'd get you. I knew at some point I'd get you. I knew one day I'm going to drop. Great. And gonna, it took me a second. Yeah. It took me a second. Not many people know what it means. Like, I'm going to have a gander. <laughs> I think it might be a Melbourne thing as well. A bit of slang. That's brilliant. You've got to use that. That's brilliant. I can't That's use that in Buffhead comedy. It goes way over the top. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, just I'll too save much it for you. silence. I mean, I've, I've, I've actually, I had that joke written down in 1986. <laughs> I was in sixth class at school. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I remember Mr. Boardman, my teacher, trying to teach us about propaganda and bang, the joke dawned upon me and I've yes. put it away in the back of my mind and, let it, and just let it savour and just held on to it. Stew for a while. I, I, I've pulled it out occasionally. I've brushed away the dust. I've held it in my hands. I've looked at it. I've appreciated the joke. I've put it back. <laughs> And I waited till tonight <laughs> to pull that joke out. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no Pissed worries. Me. Yeah. We don't, uh, how good was that? I've been saying that a lot, and people have been getting the wrong idea. <laughs> when you I say fist me. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they might. <laughs> but I'm just holding out my fist, and then they do fist me, and they're like, yeah, you got to stop. Can I just give some advice? Yeah, please. Yeah, can you, can you maybe just say, like, fist bump, dude? Yeah, I don't. Fist bump, dude. Yeah, and throw the dude in there because it's like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're so cow. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're so cally. Well, when you fist bump, man. No, but I've broken so many not, ice. Not fist me. Yeah, but come on, you know me. I'm not very, <clears throat> I'm not like that way inclined, dirty dude. So when I say that to people, you're especially being very people honest. that I you're know, being very honest. I'm actually being very honest. And when they get the wrong idea, it's kind of like this funny thing where they think that I'm being sick but they know me and I'm not that way inclined I'm not like kind of you know so what you're saying is people look at you like fuck Pete's changed he used to be so nice and wholesome now he's just a filth rat no they think that for about two (laughs) seconds and then they go hold on no I know this guy so it's he genuinely means internal conflict that they're having you are holding your fist no that's what I mean so then they go hold on no oh well yeah well it kind of boils down to the person like if she's if she or she is into that kind of thing and I know people yeah. are because I went to a, a sex shop. But the responses are the funniest But part. I went to a sex shop. Yes. And I looked at some pretty massive dongers, like the big yeah. rubber latex ones. Yeah, they're like one of them was in long. One of them, yeah, one of them's like not, not about meter long. Also, one was about fucking 75 centimetres at least. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but it's probably double-ended or something like that or they plug it onto a wall. And no, I had a nice little thing that it sat on. Yeah, suction cup. Oh, they're for backing up on the shower. This is a long time ago. It was, it was a dare. You've seen some pretty big butts out there. So by the time it actually penetrates, yeah, there's only about eight centimeters. Yeah, eight yeah, centimeters true. of penetration. Uh, ninety-eight, 98. 98 centimeters of uh, push rod. 
Um, anyway, what the fuck? That's but exploratory dildoing, isn't it? It is exploratory dildo- dildoing, yeah. But speaking of that, there was one there shaped as a fist, which I found quite interesting. Ah. Yeah, so I actually took a video camera into a sex shop once and we filmed a bit really? for, a, for a, um, a, a, a kind of a shits and giggle thing I was doing for a football club. And that's when I discovered the fist ah. of fury. And you focused on the fist for a while. I was amazed by Fixated it. on the fist. Yeah. I wanted it to like whack people in the face. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like off camera, just do that. You've been fisted, you know, and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, but we never got there. What are we talking about? Uh, me going fist me and holding up the fist. Oh, yeah. What about the before funniest that? thing? What about oh. is their responses to that? That's why I find the most amusing. Because they're like, Pete, but you're then, not like that. Oh, no, no. It's like this internal thing. And that's what I find funny. Has anyone ever said, do I need to wear gloves? <laughs> Because no, they should. Because because I don't like it. me with the glove. Do, no, do they say offer me no, the glove? If no, you're saying fist me. Do people say like, oh yeah yeah yeah? Do I need to wear a glove because I prefer if I didn't? Because it takes away all the sensation. All right, moving on. What was saying before the video? Surely the video. We're going to take a break. Was his name really Colin Powell? Was it, was it really Colin Powell? Couldn't he have just gone with Colin? Col? Hey, Col? Does he even know what a colon is? Break. Break. So Pete has lost his shit and uh, we're going to listen to a song now that uh, Pete done. This is a song called Imprudence by uh, Peter Ashton and we're going to have a look at the film clip. So, uh, yeah, check it out. This is a song called Imprudence, Peter Ashton. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Check it out, Imprudence. Distracted from the sea. 
back once again after watching Imprudence and listening well you guys are listening to it we're watching that Pete that's um, mate congratulations what a great looking clip and when's that fist me fist I'm fisting I'm going to fist, fist you hard fisting <laughs> you hard over that mate uh, how long have you spent on that over a year wow but that not over a year so I was seeing like three completely. stories in one in there like and, and yeah. the lyrics are just telling us like Think about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, right. That's pretty much what that's what I was getting about. anyway. Yeah, imprudence. Just think, think about what you're before doing before you act, or think, think about. So is that the is that the definition? Is it? Yeah, right. Think before you act, or the act. It's it's imprudent. To be imprudent means to think about what you're doing before you act and before you say. Something. So is imprudent Both saying and thinking? Is it the opposite of being prudent? Opposite, yeah. But I thought being prudent was being conservative, so to speak. You know what? I'm going to look it up just to be doubly sure. Because yep. obviously when I came up with this idea, I was doing it to acting or showing care and thought for the future. That's being prudent. Just so being prudent, yeah. Means the opposite, so to speak. Not showing care for the consequences of an action or rash. Being rash. So yeah, perfect for... Ah, so prudent is is what you were explaining just then, but yeah. imprudent is the opposite where you just don't care. Yeah, you don't think about the consequences. Right, obviously it's the opposite to, yeah. Prudent. Oh, very good. Well, Because I didn't want to call it consequence or something dumb like that that everyone's used a hundred times before. Think yeah. about like consequence. It's like every metal band song at some point, consequence. Oh... Why didn't you just call it like colon fisting? Yeah, probably. Because people would have understood the correlation between that and... <laughs> really? No. <laughs> no. Uh, Not at all. Just uh, throwing your curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Did I catch Jesus it? Christ. Nah, nah, no, I no. smacked your fair in the middle of the head. <laughs> I knew that was beer. Yeah, so... Uh, We've just uh, listened to Imprudent. That was uh, Pete. He's trotted off to the fridge to get another beer at the studio. Uh, we are well into our podcast. He's got the keys. He's opened the beer and he's halfway through I'm another back. one. Super opening I mean, that. I'll sip it in there. Super opening that. Sip it. I keep trying to drink a coffee that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, you've done it already. I know. Oh. Six litres of coffee gone. Yeah. yeah. Six litre cup. Six litre cup. How do you pick it up? Uh, I don't. I just uh, hook, hook up the intravenous drip straight, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. straight to my tongue. <laughs> straw apparatus. Straw apparatus. Pin, pin. Mate, um, no, well done on that video. Now, 
What I'm curious about is when is the release date? When are you looking at? Oh, don't ask me about that shit. I don't know when I finish it. I want it to be finished very, very soon. But yep. you know when you talk, when people talk to me about official, it's like, what does that actually mean? Who decides when it officially is? Because we don't have any representation. I don't know about official, but I know about efficiency. Because mm. I went up to a Japanese guy that was carrying a piece of bamboo. <laughs> and I said, I've, I've heard about you Japanese fellas. And he went, hey, <laughs> efficiency. <laughs> Tell me again. I'm <laughs> oh, you, you can't explain. <laughs> you can't laugh at a joke you don't understand. <laughs> but <laughs> I was just waiting for some. No, I went up to a guy with a bit of bamboo on his shoulder. Yeah. And I said, I've heard about you Japanese. He went, hey, efficiency. Not, this is what I'm not getting. Not, not efficiency. Efficiency. Air efficiency. Air efficiency. No. Efficiency. If, efficiency. Efficiency. Hey, he had a big bamboo on his shoulder. Fish rod. Oh. Oh, yeah. Never a good joke. When you, never a good joke when you've got to explain it. No, I thought the... I'll try one more <laughs> involving poles and sticks and stuff. I went up to this guy... And he had a big stick on his shoulder. And I said, oh, you must be a pole vaulter. He said, nein, I'm German. And how do you know my name is Volta? <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's, that's better. better. No, yeah. but the Redeemed. I fish and sea. I, I fish, that... I, like, yeah, I, I fish in sea. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, in sea. Oh, I in sea, like, I fish yeah. in the sea. Yeah, because they leave a couple of words out, but... Mm. Really don't want to have to dissect that joke yeah. anymore. Just let I'm it go. Glad you did. So just let I it go. Oh, that's all right. I'm, that's that's one in four that I missed. Yeah. Do we want to cover some topics of what's happened Topic. in the last? Let's go a bit topical now. <laughs> uh, one of the things that's on today's topical questions is uh, Fitzy shuts down an interview over Kate Fisher romance questions. Fitzy. Yeah, no Shut one gives a fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> yep. I like that one. No one. The Queen tastes success. Latest produce from the royal estates sells out in minutes. So the Queen's selling a bit of wine. That's why the English call it the wine country, isn't it? Because mm. I always go, oh, is that it? A couple of fucking like, branches <laughs> with leaves on it and, that, and on those little round things. <laughs> fucking hell, come out all this way, all this way. Just see that. Stop your whining. Can we, you know, at least talk about something that I have any idea about? Nah. Nah. Can you trump me with some Trump? Do you want to go down the Trump path? If you want to get topical, I'll talk about that just briefly. Sure. Because whatever you're looking at on there, I, I do my best not to follow the news. Yeah, same. Because it pisses uh, me off. Yeah, but let's look up. Time. What are we looking up? What's what he's done lately? Trumpiness, bit of Trumpiness. Well, let's look up. We're, we're going to be talking. We're going to go back to Donald Trump, aren't we? Yeah, a few minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah, some funny. There, there'll be some laughs in there, surely. Not really. I'd rather talk about uh, Chuck Norris. Yeah. Oh no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, nah, maybe. Yeah, nah. 
Jeez, that's the same, you know, when you have a break sometimes, very hard to get back in the swing of things. You reckon? Nah. Well, we were talking about the video. Well, ask me about what we're going to do next. Well, you I did. I said, so when are you going to release it? And you were like, oh, fuck if I know. All right, yeah. Well, <laughs> Too much pressure, video. man. Too much pressure, man. Well, when do you think I should release it? Next week? I reckon you should have already released it. Well, without it being finished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then do another release when it's finished. Yeah. <laughs> what a it's fucking stupid idea you. that is. Preview of the draft. Maybe. No, but we're going to record soon. As as you well know, I was just talking to Vass from Hail Mary and he's kindly offered his services... To play drums. To have play you? drums on the recording and hopefully for the launch as well before I go to Queensland. Nice. Why am I going to Queensland, you Are ask? you going to get your mate from Mandra to play fat bass? No. No, he's not interested. Huh. I've already got a bass player anyway. Laurie. Laurie from Gozzes. Gosnells, Gozzes. Did you advertise for that a while back? Mm. Mate, I've been advertising for a bass player for years. Yeah. I was uh, actually looking at, uh, I'm starting a bit of a, I've got this theory, I'm starting a band. And you know another how I'm one. in, you know, yeah, another one, because I need another one. <laughs> you know, well, so I'm in Blackjack, right? Yeah. And then we've got the big band, which is the Big Jack, which is yeah, Peter yeah. Renzillo and all that. Yeah. Well, now we're going to go Fat Jack. And it's going to be myself and Adam, because he's a portly lad, festively plump, on one, in one with gravity, whatever you want to call us. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we put an advertisement out for a key, for a 100 Another plus kilo guy. guitarist with personality. Mm. We want someone with personality. And what our concept is, is that there's a lot of bands out there that look good and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But what about all the larger folk? Yeah, what about the yeah, what plus about the, sizes? What about the plus sizes? So when we see good-looking girls walk in the bar, we're like... <laughs> 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 but when we see the plus sizes walk in, we're like, man, yeah, yeah there's our girls. Come up the front, ladies. Actually, you must have mentioned this to me. I might have. And you know the other theory too is the fact is we will get nine people to a gig that usually holds about at least 70 people <laughs> and the place is packed. Because <laughs> it's got three or four of you on stage packing the stage out. Yeah. No room to move up there. No. And then no room to move on the floor. No, because it's chock-a-block. <laughs> Oh, well, that's that's a bit we're looking for. We're, we're worried about Fat Jack. We think it's a bit abrupt, but maybe Chocker Blocks a good name for a band. <laughs> is, that, is that a Victorian thing? Uh, what? I don't know. Chocker Block. I don't know what to say. No. What do you say to respond? Full as a fat lady song. <laughs> maybe that one for a band name. Deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> what for a big band? We're a big band. Well, I don't know. Big, big people normally get. Circulation problems on the maybe, airplanes. Maybe we could call it the Jai Dig Big Band and there's only three of us. But we're just all big. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's what we need to do. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm actually going to get Adam on a podcast soon. He's uh, an interesting dude. Loves his uh, hair metal rock. Ah, oh, the glam metals. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I subconsciously drew a star on my notepad oh. and put brackets around it. Now it looks like an asshole. <laughs> Completely yeah. subconsciously. Starfish. Yeah. Chocolate starfish. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, so we're <laughs> looking for a, a, a name like that. <laughs> Jai Diggs Big Band. 
Jody, the Jody Big that's, Band, that's and then just have three of us, and yeah, everyone yeah. thinks there's trumpets and all that, but there's not. There's yeah, just it, us no, three. It's just big dudes. That's so, good. That we're works. just big. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to. You're going to get a lot of pissed off people come down to see jazz or swing, and they're going to see big dudes, and you, you, well, unless you play swing. Well, I don't know how much jazz and swing goes down at the Viper Room. But <laughs> no. well, that's you might confuse everyone. Well, we've seen a big band at the Viper Room, or we've seen a rock band that, who's yeah. big. Yeah, the, you yeah, know we can't have big band. It's not going to work. <laughs> the gag's there, but it's not going to work. Yeah, no. So we were in a it's band. What's, so let's speak of. Have you been? What's the worst band name that you've ever been in? Like band, been in? No, like yeah, actually been in. I've got two that oh. comes to mind. One was Can't Face. <laughs> uh, we were told to change our name. That's um, a um, a thingo Shakespeare quote, isn't it? No. No, it is. No. What is it that you can't face? Yeah, that that's in Austin Powers or uh, the one where he's... Oh, it's a Shakespeare quote as well. Not Austin Powers, it's another one. I can't remember if it's in Macbeth or one of the other famous ones. Uh, but uh, it was another, is it or another one of his movies. Face. What is it you can't face? <laughs> well, it's it's obviously, you know, oh, you know the going one, off the, the, the Shakespeare the, quote. Yeah, no, 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 it's Mike Myers, the love the love. But he guru. didn't come up with it initially. He just wrote off the comedy of it. Maybe. That's what I'm trying to say. What are you trying to say? I don't know, but I know what I can't face. <laughs> so that was one of them, and the other one was Splattered Yak. <laughs> didn't really... Nice. Didn't really go down super horse. Horse. Super horse or horse? Horse sauce. Mm. What about you? What about uh, shit bet name for band for you? Shit band names. Man, I'm gonna, oh, you got me on the thing of that. Well, I don't want to offend anyone who's listening. No, no one's listening. Why did they name the band? No. Uh, I, uh, I th- one that comes to mind is Inferno. It's not a bad name. What, yeah, but were you in it? But the, yeah, but the band, the band itself was just—it was a circus. <laughs> it really was. It was the first band I joined when I first came to WA in two thousand seven. Inferno. Yeah, and it was. Tell just, us a bit about it was Inferno. A circus. I'd rather not. But <laughs> <laughs> well, funny enough, what I will say about it is that. I lasted two weeks, and the only reason why... Well, when I say I lasted two weeks, after two weeks and a half, I contracted glandular fever from the girlfriend that I had at the time who contracted it from... She was a girl. Being in Her name was Angela. <laughs> that is why he got girl Angela fever. Sorry. She, Sorry. She I was just... a fill-in substitute teacher, and it got me thinking, oh, she'd been snogging kids. No, she's just been around kids and drinking the same, like going on camp, whatever it, whatever it was. Um, she gave me glandular fever. So I stayed in that band for about five and a half months reluctantly because I was basically, I had glandular fever for about good three, four months. Four months at least. So the easiest thing goes, for me s- to do... How'd you go singing with Galangela? No, 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 but this thing, I was before I was a singer, I was a drummer. I joined oh. this band on drums. So the, for me, it was the easiest way to make money. All I had to do, I could sleep my ass off, which is all you do when you're at Galangela Fever, you're tired as all hell. I slept for like 14, 16 hours a day. I'd get up and I'd play a gig for three hours or four hours max, and I could just go straight back to bed. I couldn't drink, and if I did drink, I was useless because I was exhausted. Um, 
Yeah, so that got me through. It was actually not a bad setup because I didn't have to deal with the band because it was a circus. And, you know, don't get me wrong, there's some good people in that band. But just from me coming from Victoria and dealing with a band like that was like, wow. I, so I, I did not have anything in common with anyone in I, that band. I wasn't None of giving them. my band members a hard time. I was just sort of mentioning the bad name. But you were just like unloaded on your band, man. <laughs> <laughs> a prick. For anyone who's listening, who is a former member of uh, Inferno, he is I love you I, all, I, I, and it was great fun. <laughs> You're um, an asshole, man. I <laughs> That's why I subliminally drew the uh, brackets around the star. Ah. Well, you didn't show me the Look, pad I, with the star on it. I actually did do it. You, I thought oh, I was expecting a better star. At least a, at least a five pointer like the other one on there. It's a bit of a retarded star because yeah, it's, it's, it's all that fisting cross, that mate. it's all that fisting that happened. <laughs> anyway, punch face entertainment. <laughs> I don't know who's got that, but that's <laughs> that's I think sounds like a punk band. No, nah, I, I don't know. Someone's got punch face entertainment. It might be Sarah Graham. I don't know. Someone really? Yeah, punch face entertainment. Surely it's either a bit aggressive, a isn't it? A little bit aggressive. A, yeah, they must either aggressive. do. Only punk or metal bands, surely. No, I don't know. Would it be or funny punch if it's face. Like, wouldn't it be well that's what's called punch face entertainment. Yeah, so, so I'm thinking what how, else could it be? How funny would it be if they did folk music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the hills are alive with the sound of violence. Punch face music. Oh, oh. records. Hello, cunt face be my friend. <laughs> Let's step outside again. I'm going to hit you hardly. <laughs> then fuck off on your Harley. <laughs> and then you'll know just which way to go after the sounds of violence. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, very nice, yeah, Mr. Uh, Deeg. Go and check him out, Buffhead. Pulling a bit of uh, uh, Bluer and Art Funkel. <laughs> Garth Funkel. So, uh, born comedian. No, from Newcastle. Uh, I'm from Perth now, I guess. Mm. So anyway, I've built a new house, and uh, it's good. I like it. I've done a lot of painting, matte floorboards, uh? undercoat painting. Yeah. Coat. Actual floorboards. Actual floorboards. On the floor. Yeah. Where they surely should be, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because floorboards on the wall. Floorboards on the roof. That'd be a new concept. That'd look cool. It would be. I was just thinking that. Mm. Just thinking floorboards on the roof and the floor. That could mm. be interesting. Yeah, you're right. It'd yeah. freak you out a bit. It'd be like, should I walk on the ceiling or the floor? Yeah. Yeah, Where well, do I well, put my feet? It wouldn't matter if we're, like if your house was suddenly inverted, like if the if a yeah. tornado came and yeah rolled you over, rolled you over, which no lying out saying, hey, "Come here, my pretty," and all that shit. <laughs> or if we suddenly lost gravity, yeah, I don't know how, but hey, the US is probably screwing around with anti gravity machines, Are and they? somehow that screwed up. Oh, are we going on to? Conspiracy theories. Do you want to do you want to wrap into yes. that before we before we wrap up? Do you want to yes. go in, down a down Please. the wormhole of? Secu- I love it. Let's do it. What are we talking about tonight, Pete? What conspiracy are we doing on our conspiracy theory well, part I of something the earlier. podcast? 
I mentioned something earlier about surveillance state. Do you want to get into that? Go and on. You, that sparked you off with something. Yep. I, you uh, have something to say? I'll entertain your surveillance state theory. So do you okay, think, good. well, do you know, I was, I'd only heard it today. I think I might have been listening to Joe Rogan and Bill Burr on the Joe Rogan podcast that they were talking something along the lines of soon they'll have cameras that are not much bigger than a grain of sand. Yeah. And they're pretty fucking small as they are. Because what do they call it? Macro technology. So mm. it's all becoming very small. Or oh, then nano. Nano, that's the one I'm after. Nanotechnology. Macro is pretty small, but yeah. nano. So if your grandma's really small, you don't call her nan anymore. It's nano. <laughs> Australians at Nano. <laughs> Buffed performing at a venue near you. Mm. Maybe. One day. One day. Nana. I'll, I'll just perform to me. Nana. Nana. Yeah. yeah. Make sure, just pass it through her first. Make sure that the entertainment is at top-notch condition before you move on to the tour. Yeah, well, I've got to actually dumb down a lot of me. <laughs> I should say that about my audience, but uh, I've got to dumb down a lot of stuff because the guys I like to play for are obviously your blue-collar workers. Yeah, no, you just and, have to say I, the joke's slower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and clearer. That's something no, I've... No. <laughs> That's something that I've noticed when I've looked back on footage of my of me performing. That's one thing I've noticed. I talk way too fast. I well, to I've, li- I've lost a lot of my Malaysian listeners because I speak <laughs> Australian way too fast. I've lost a lot of... And Singaporeans, they're just not into... Uh, I mean, I perform in front of Malaysians and Singaporeans quite a lot, but... Yeah, here they, in WA and Perth. Here in WA and Perth, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of them. There's none of... Well, yeah. Because uh, I've, I've been working as a tour, a tour guy. Ah, yeah. So this is not even bullshit. This is true. No, I'm actually... Yeah, and they cop my comedy from the moment they stop in the bus... <laughs> To the moment they can leave the bus, which Man, is... I was about to call you the other month, or week, or whatever it was, because I had some mates that wanted to go on a tour, and I was thinking, fuck, we've got to get Jai. It'd to take like on comedy a comedy and tour, tour yeah. around the Swan... So you actually were they, ver- were they you from work Mel- in the Swan Valley. Were they from Melbs? Oh, what was it? This is a random... But you actually do tours in the Swan Valley. You take people around. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's one. It's just one of my facets. But it must be great fun. I mean, Uh, you couldn't get. Yeah, I know. Doing it every day must be a grind. Well, if you go to the same place every day, it's quite tough. Yeah, very tough. But you get new people through, so you just yeah. And my jokes change up occasionally. Yeah, yeah. But they're going to appreciate that. I mean, that would be hilarious having you on the on the. On the microphone. Well, not really, because they the just bus. don't. Well, that's what I'm getting back to. It's uh, if I've got people from like Singapore, Malaysia, uh, China, yeah. you're not really getting the nano yeah, jokes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, yeah, Australians are cacking themselves, yeah, but they're, yeah. they're, they're they're. I'm just not winning with the um, Southeast Asian audience unless yeah. they Google it and start going. Oh, that's very funny. No. Not really. No, no. <laughs> they Google a lot of shit. Like I get checked up all the time about. My facts, facts. really, yeah. and I Fact make check. I make a lot of shit up. Do you get a lot of people tapping you on the shoulder, going, "Ah, oh, don't think that's uh, correct." Now I've learnt to actually say certain things and not drop dates. Ah, yeah, I've learnt not to drop dates, and I've learnt not to quote the people's names. Really? I just say like Governor Sterling. I don't say yeah, yeah. Governor James Frederick Arthur Morton Sterling because it's not his name. Mm. Yeah, and therefore they can't like quantize. 
yeah. or confirm the facts. Or, or if I do say it's Governor Morton, Arthur, Henry, Patrick, <laughs> Sterling, which is... <laughs> They go, who was it again? I go, uh, Mervyn, George, MacArthur, <laughs> Trump. Michael. Trump. Michael Berrigan. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, you gotta be, you got to be, be careful of that one. Yeah, be, be careful of... What's the Prime Minister's name again? Ah, Fred, uh, Niall, <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. I actually got I'm asked... I'm trying to drive a I got bloody asked, bus. I got Can you asked, go easy on me? I got asked the other day, what is our Prime Minister's name? And I had no idea. Really? I knew it was, I know it was Malcolm Turbull yeah, well, at yeah, the time. but at the time, because it is a bit of a joke, don't get me wrong. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, he stepped in because Kevin Rudd's a... No, sorry, not Kevin Rudd. Hold on a second. You know, who's the other dickhead? Tony Abbott. Did he step in? Because he all... screwed up. And yeah, so well, did Malcolm he step Turbull turned in. And then he almost lost the Prime Ministership or whatever you want to call it because he's such a fucking out-of-touch bigot prick. Ah, must be a ship because half their careers are drowning. Yeah. Aren't yeah. they? The the prick's got money in the Cayman Islands. He's worth hundred eighty million dollars. Who? And he's trying to Malcolm preach to Tur- us Malcolm about turning around the economy by giving his buddies, you know, a hand up, and then everyone else he's sending out like random, you know, you heard about the whole Centrelink screw up. They're sending out random thirty grand, ten grand. Did you? Did you? Know, did you debts. know? Yeah, but did you know anyone that got one of these? Like one no, of these? No, but I've heard about it. I read something about it. And yeah, apparently these people... Well, I don't know that many people on Centrelink for a start. Well, I don't know if it was Centrelink or someone from Uganda, <laughs> but... Oh, that hacked in. No, but oh, I, got, I got an email, email oh. yeah, saying that... Um, my, no, I'm talking about I the had a, thing. I had a great, great uncle that lived in that part of the world who left me $4.5 million. <laughs> <laughs> and if I send through, if I send through ten thousand yes. dollars uh, to open a bank account to this address, to www.fuckhead, I can't believe you're listening to this shit. dot com address or something like that, uh, then I actually get the four point five mil minus yeah. twenty grand for expenses. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought, you're winning. Well, yeah, so I thought that's an offer too good to be true. Yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't know if it was either a prince from Uganda or Centrelink. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit hard to tell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit hard to tell because, and then, so I went out and spent, you know, five million, which I had a lazy five mil just playing around. <laughs> I spent it on condoms that I never need. Um, yeah. More just so I've got like water balloons that don't bust the first time you throw them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that kind of thing. And then well, uh, isn't that how Kiki came along? No, 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 no. One of the the water bombs that you used didn't really work. I, I don't fill them up like that, Pete. I, <laughs> I mean, like maybe when I was eighteen. No, but like, but just, not not just nowadays, mate. One that no, no, you, no, you no. picked a bust. No, no, no. no. In that department, it's all just bulldust now, mate. There's no <laughs> there's no solid matter there. It's all just broken dreams now. It's the only thing that comes out. It's broken dreams. Promises. Broken dreams. Yeah. You had a beautiful daughter. Yeah, yeah. That came along just recently. Well, she was whipped up in that bowl you can see in the kitchen there, Pete. She was whipped up in the... We, uh, we made her special. I just thought I'd play a really sick gag. Um, it wasn't icing sugar. It was... Uh, Pete's lost his shit again and made his way to the fridge. 
So, uh, yeah. So that's basically what happened. Yeah, you know. Concoction. Yeah, it was a... Whipped up in the bowl up here. Yeah, and then uh, Kaneko fell in the bowl. <laughs> and then a stork came. And left us a little bundle outside, which we didn't see for four days. God, lucky we checked after four days. She nearly... Yeah, she was almost hospitalised. Yeah, yeah. No. So that's you know that's how kids come about, Pete. I don't know what you're thinking. You know. Yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about. They come in baskets outside your patio window. They do. Patio door. What if? That's the babies come. You don't come in baskets out on a patio door. I don't know. No. That's, yeah. That'd be convenient though. So how do we get from Malcolm Turnbull to to this? Malcolm Turned. Oh, turd bull. Turned into a bull. Um, What are bulls good for? Nothing. I don't know. But I heard heard that Red Bull has a percentage of bull semen in them. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a sick joke. I wonder if that's true. (laughs) Surely not. Pretty cool if it that, is. Well, it is pretty cool, and it'd actually be kind of nutritious. Testosterone, lots of uh, good enzymes, I'm sure. Mm, mm. But I doubt that they'd go to that trouble. Yeah, true. That's a lot of like danger. To get see, yeah. Well, Red, well, pool. actually, when you think about it, break this down because Red Bull <laughs> are into extreme sports, and I reckon whacking off an angry bull and not finishing the job properly <laughs> with no protective gear whatsoever. <laughs> Would be pretty uh, pretty extreme. That is more extreme than going over a cliff or a waterfall that's only four meters from the other fucking bit of soft water. But whacking off an angry bull, not in the stocks either, out in the middle of a paddock to extract the bull semen that goes into Red Bull products. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, it is only 150 mils and it is six bucks a can. Just think, next time you're paying that for Red Bull, it's because <laughs> a, lot a, a lot of effort went into extracting that uh, <laughs> that 130 mils of bull semen that's in it in each 150 mil can. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so think about that, you know, next time you're whinging about the price of Red Bull. <laughs> so, and you wonder how they afford to sponsor... A lot of things like uh, planes, they've got the Red Bull planes, they've got the Red Bull Formula One. It runs on bull semen. They don't even add anything else to it. It's just 100% bull semen. And uh, that's why it does so good. I think it actually won a Grand Prix at some point this year. It's not called Octane, it's called Cocktane when it comes straight out of a, straight out of a bull. Yeah, it's, uh, maybe I'm speaking a lot of bull. Anyway, Pete, get back to the podcast, mate. Get off the floor. <laughs> so the F1s, the F1s run on, on this um, bull semen. This this mixture as well. Yeah. So what they do is what the reason they run so fast is. Did you know the second last lap's a red flag? <laughs> and they're they're running so quick that they just cruise on the second last one as they go through. But it has been known that some of the Formula Ones go past the red flag, stop, spin their wheels up in the dirt, and then head back towards the red flag again. <laughs> and at that point, everybody sitting in the stands goes, Ole! <laughs> 
maybe she's born with it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's Maybelline. <laughs> maybe he's born with it. Maybelline. Sounds like Valvoline. <laughs> I know what you mean. Maybelline. I know what you mean. Maybe. Maybelline. Mm. Oh, when he come up with this shit. Speaking of maybe lean, maybe lean into the microphone a bit more so we can, yeah, yeah here, just. Like, yeah, hey. yeah, all right, maybe now just back up a little. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't even know what we're talking about. I mean, Turnbull, that's where that ended up down that path. But, geez, I'll tell you what, tonight's conversation made a lot of sense, Pete. Um, it has. Therapy for you, content for me. It, it certainly has been therapy. Uh you know? Appreciate the yeah. uh, therapy session. No, it's very good. I love to publicly exploit people that are good friends of mine to come and <laughs> spill their deep and meaningful lives and have me publish it, and uh, you know, so everyone can hear it and judge judge Ooh. you. You know, that's judgment. That's, that's what we do here. We need a lot more stacks of podcast. Days. Yeah, a lot more of people should be more judgmental. Are you sure about that's that? What you, no, that's, that's, a, that's a yeah, that's a joke. <laughs> People are now we never got now, way too judgmental. Now, now, these days. Get, let's get back to this conspiracy theory to wrap up tonight. Yeah, uh, surveillance state is it? Surveillance state. Yeah. Well, is Did it? Did you had some? Well, it is. Look at all the cameras. Well, okay. Let's talk the about camera thing. Okay. CCTV. So, well, not only that, they're, they're getting very. Uh, uh, talk about Mr. Fidgets. I can't leave that panel in. Um, <laughs> They're getting very particular, like with dash cams for insurance purposes and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Everyone's covering their asses. Fair enough. I've been doing that more and more at gigs. I've been setting up a camera and just sitting it there for a lot of it. Well, half of the time it is for my own um, progression as an artist to see what we're like, to hear what we're like, to see if we look the part, and it actually helps a lot. I've been doing that since I've started, but. Sometimes I actually put a camera down literally as an insurance policy because every now and again I get the heebie-jeebies at a gig, a cover gig, mind you. They're always cover gigs, of course, because I've gotten a bad feeling about something. Uh, it's, it's always something, and it always has something small to do with the manager of the place because in the end you're playing for the manager. You're not playing for anyone else. Nothing else matters. The manager. If you get the manager, so what, on you, side, what you're saying is the manager of these venues want yep. you to play. Nothing else matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard that wrong, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, got it. They, they'd probably be unhappy if we played in Metallica. Oh, the guitar part's great. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. I think we played it one night when we were just jamming at the 60-30 one night. I think we pulled Maybe. out nothing was else. Was that playing bass? 60-30. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. No, yeah. I, was, I must have been playing bass. Yeah, that I was when Crispy was on the uh, drums. Yeah. yeah. So so hang on. No more band. No more good stock. Technically, in this format, no. Let's get something straight. All right. <laughs> Ever since... I've started with the whole band name thing since my, I don't, I don't know, whatever you call it, what's some sort of career, I don't know, we could call it a career, call it a, a journey or some sort of just experience, I'll call it, <laughs> of playing music in this state. Um, one of the manifestations is Parker Avenue, obviously, what we just watched. 
and heard, and another is Goodstock that I made more recently to separate the original act from the cover act because we're from Goodstock and that's what it's about. So unfortunately, it, it's been a little bit of a bumpy road in terms of finding the right people for it, but also... It's always tough, man. Like a band's like having a threesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's you got to be able to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have one person... You can- you can't have one person on the outside thinking they're not getting enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. can't have one person that only wants it one way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you, That's a you, very you, good. You know, it's it's a very like a especially a trio or a foursome. It gets ugly with four. Oh, yeah. Then it's a it's big incredible. relationship. It's why bands don't survive. And I think if you can be in a band with people that you call your friends first, that is one of the best things ever. Yeah. If you have common ground and you like doing the same things, that goes a long way towards yes. music. And a band that drinks together stays together. And when my cousin told me that, I was like, you know what? You're really, you're right. That is very true. Just put that there. My drink, that was, on the table. <laughs> Jai's nodding. No, I was just Silently. looking at Sapporo, good drop. Yeah, it's all right, but after I'll two, learn, it's I'll learn how to ask for one of those in Japan. Did you? Lay it on us. Uh, hey, uh, あ、私はじゃあですね。あ、これさえ、とつサポートをくださいね。うん、よし、ありがとうございます。いや、さ、だから、だから、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
So they can obviously pinpoint where you grew up and where you're living now. The scariest the, part... The thing is they record everything from the police. Now, the scariest part is it's all been put on a database now, which is instantly accessible. They yes. don't have to go to a file and pull it up. Yeah. They but dial, only certain they, people they dial can it into that. a database, yeah, and that's all of course, there. And everybody will have a file. Well, anyone that's... Everyone. Well, people know the, the police has got part, every person that holds a licence. The scariest part is there that... There are a few people that are off the grid. Not yeah, many, but there are a few. Not many. And it's hard to be off the grid. As much as I've tried, it's just hard to be a part of people society. People can track you by withdrawal transactions at, at yeah. a... Yeah, all of that. Just having a phone, just anything. Like, it's just ridiculous. One one thing she did but tell me, which is kind of funny. Go on. Would you, but the only people that I think would have an issue with that are people that are doing things wrong. No, this is the scary part, Jai. This is the part that I'm... And just talking to you about my arrest just before, mm-hmm. this is the scary part. When there's people within this structure that have power that kind of power this is the part that scares me that abuse it or exploit it or find themselves whether they're not designed to be in the places to hold that much power and have that much knowledge about everyone else that's the part that scares me the manipulation of that and when it comes to people like Malcolm Turnbull and everyone else that holds the amount of power that they do and what they can actually do if they really wanted to that's what scares me. Um, you know, okay, maybe not Malcolm Turnbull because he's not, he's, uh, you know, let's get facts straight. He's the Prime Minister of Australia. Of course, he, he can't be that bad of a guy, but, you know, everyone's going to disagree with policies that whoever is in charge, is whatever, it doesn't matter. And let's get something straight. Australian politics is a joke. The last election, how many different parties were there to choose from? About 15 billion is ridiculous. I've never seen so many things on a piece of paper going, Where, how did this happen? And then you think about it a little bit objectively and you go, well, no wonder. Everyone's annoyed about the fact that the two major parties have held power since time began, at least in this country. And so the division across the entire nation has just been more and more... You know, did you see recently that in a poll, 13% of Australians... Of course, the polls are bullshit. Well, you know, they're not entirely correct. There's a whole lot of Polish listeners right now going, <laughs> fuck you, Pete. <laughs> 30% of Australia are supporters of One Nation. And I know for a fact that... That's more. Yeah. I'm not... Wouldn't That's be more. surprised if it's more. But Gotta at be. the time, at the Oz election, it was like three or like four or something. Um but I've spent a lot of time in Calberry and some other <laughs> random places and there's a lot of old, you know, ignorant, white, ex-British, ex-all sorts of European who are very judgmental folk and racist. And, yeah, <laughs> even I get a second look and I'm well, five I mean, generations I mean, Australian worked, just to remind the viewers and yet I still get you know, the old look and racist comment. And yet I'm more Australian than they probably are. But I'm, I'm telling you now, mate, I, I, I do a lot of tour guiding and I speak to people about, you know, how do you find your trip in Australia? And I've had people in the past say, oh, good, but we feel that Australia's very racist. Yeah, they that's don't, ridiculous. And they, they don't feel... and it's In WA, it, that makes sense. It, what happens is they get, like... 
people, yeah, well, what, ha- what I've figured out is what's happening is a lot of people come to the city, they stay in the city and they take a trip. These are the people that jump on these tours and come with me and go for a tour. They stay in the city. Now, we all know that in the city there's some very remarkable people that <laughs> no longer have a home and oh. have some pretty out-there opinions. And Who are you talking about exactly? Well, not just these guys, but that... that I've put two and two together that some of the comments that I'm, I'm getting are from people who are just off the fucking charts. They're, they're a bit nutty. And they're saying it to people like, she said, oh, I had a lady attack me and all this kind of stuff and starts spewing out all this kind of stuff. Anyone that does that to somebody is obviously not right in the head. Mm. And I asked the question, I said, did she look like she hadn't showered for quite a while? Mm-hmm. And she said, yes. I said, did she have shoes on? Mm. No. Mm. Um, had, had, did she? Uh, now this is sounding really bad. I'm stereotyping a homeless person, and no, 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 everyone's like that. But we've got a massive problem with a lot of people in WA that don't have. Well, we don't have much of a mental system for mental health here. I mean, in, yeah. in WA, and a, a lot of people you see it on yourself. A lot of people who live on the streets are there because there's no care for yeah, for that. But you're kind of making person. a very important point. But but these people. people are, these they come here and then they they don't know because it's not in their culture. Like they yeah. don't know what what if that's if these people are like that because they don't understand. Yeah, I mean if we went to their country, we probably wouldn't pick it up either. So then they go, oh, like they're saying that Australia is very racist. Well, look, if you scratch beneath the surface, I do believe Australia's can quite be. And we are, yeah. just think about it. We've been we've been a, a white only policy up until 19 say 60 or whatever the year was 50, I don't want to quote yeah, 50 whatever yeah, it was you know yeah. so in hindsight well yeah Australia is a little bit like that and yeah. there is that fallout from that as well so yeah we are but also in we saying became that too, a it's reared its, it's sort of reared its, it's reared its head again and yeah look so and what's caused that the terrorist thing, which is just a whole nother bullshit issue, which is like, why do you think? That, oh, that's just uh, that's a whole nother ball game. That's just yeah. We're opening up cans. Yeah, we can't even many, co- we cans. can't even cover what we're talking about. Oh. But uh, yeah, look, there's just yeah. There's what it comes down to is people are scared. Is what I was originally going for. Yeah, people are scared, and they don't actually understand what they're scared of. And that's the unknown is the scariest part. But that's that people are getting bombed and it's been shown on the news and, you know, terrorism, this and that. The thing is, what they don't say about all this stuff is that half the time... Oh, what happened recently? I was in Melbourne just recently. Did you hear about the guy that was mowing down people in, in Melbourne? In Burke Street, yeah. In Burke Street. Yeah. I was there like an hour before at Spencer Street Station, Southern Cross Station. And then I, you know, caught a train to my parents' house. And then an hour later, he he just came and started burning around and mowing people down. You know what would have happened if that guy was Muslim, or even some sort of ethnicity that was in close? Had, I think he had. Did he have Greek ethnicity? Yeah, like, but he, the point was he didn't. He'd been in Australia and that was for lucky. a long time. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. he was just an Aussie nut who'd just gone off the rails yep. completely. But could you imagine if that was? Um, could you imagine the rise of the One Nation Party supporters if that man Her was team. Muslim? Yeah. They would have been, it would have been 50%. Pauline Hanson would be our new Prime Minister. Well, okay, that's a bit going a bit far. But the point is, is that 
terrorism has been taken right out of context and people don't realize where the source of all this has come from and this has gone back to like 9-11 days which there are thousands upon thousands of professional scientists and engineers who have looked at all the evidence and gone this is a joke the whole thing is a joke the the 9-11 thing is is it has been orchestrated orchestrated Osama bin Laden has ties, knows people that um, family friends of people in the bush, family, they've been friends, business partners for years. Like there's so much evidence that just goes, what is going on? Basically, from my perspective, the one percenters, the top one percent, they play by their own rules, they've got their own games going on and we're all just, we're all just the audience in their whole game of just bullshit and they just feed us what they like to get us the popular opinion across to start wars in places that we shouldn't be you know involving ourselves in places where let's get let's get something straight the middle east is a joke the whole thing is a joke crimea is a joke um, all the fronts that we have at the moment, and let's let's face it, we're basically in World War Three already. It's considered a world war because there's three different major conflict fronts that are completely unstable and have so have been so for for years. It's yeah, but the thing is, they don't want to say it because if they do, then we're all going to freak out even more, or there's going to be major opposition to what's going on, which is what we need. Let's get let's face it. People need to start realizing what's actually going on. Well, I think I think now more than ever, like people are switching on and and forming their own opinions. That's why Trump got in. Yeah. They're aware of all the bullshit that went on with Hillary and and the system that was in place. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's why Trump got in. I don't think that's why there's a lot of people that don't actually know that. Like he was trying to get that cross. But it wasn't working for him. So he started going, let's build a fucking wall. And they're all like, yeah. So he's like, okay, let's, let's build a wall. I had a feeling he'd he done it just to say he's done it. And now he's there. He's like, oh, crap, do I really have to do this? Well, well apparently he still <laughs> wants to. He's like full on on that front. And don't get me wrong. That's a stupid thing to say. And it's a stupid thing to do. But let's get something straight. People have been building walls for fucking centuries. Chinese war to block out the Mongolians. What about Do you want to get all political about that? What Fuck. about what about the uh, the Qing the Ding Dynasty? What the hell it was called? Hadrian's Wall. Hadrian's Wall. Yeah, the same thing. It's like people have been building walls for fucking centuries, thousands of years, and suddenly we're getting our backs up about this. And the reason why he wants to build a wall is to make it easier for the people that aren't supposed to be here in sorry in US. To be in the US. Now, really, understandingly, is that such a bad thing? Yeah. The amount of people, and you speak to anyone who's in the USA at the moment, everyone is surrounded by illegal immigrants. No wonder they voted for Trump. Because they, they're fucking pissed off about the jobs that have been taken from Americans. Yeah, and whatever. Americans are lazy, Australians are lazy, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that... There are too many illegal immigrants in there working at the jobs and the and the corporate and the business owners or whatever, they're hiring them because they're cheap. Yeah. And they can treat them like shit and they know that they're hard workers. Now, if that's not a problem, if people can't admit that that's not a problem, then fucking shoot me now. 
Like you, there's such a grassroots source. Oh, it just goes so much deeper than people go see Trump on the TV and go, he's a fucking idiot and form their opinion and just go, what a cunt. Now he's in charge of you know, the most powerful place on earth. And Does people don't understand the reasons why America was swayed to vote for him. People don't get it. And there's a guy called, oh, I don't even fucking know his name, but he has a Facebook page called jo uh, Friendly Geordies or something. And he made a video about how Trump, uh, Trump got in. It's all based on comedy. Hilarious as anything. Um, if you haven't seen it, I'll show you. But he, he just hits the nail on the head. He's got a bunch of um, young dudes that do his research for him and he does it as well. And they, they just find out, they get themselves completely around the whole situation and he makes these videos that is all comedic and just oh, just nails it on the head. He's, he's brilliant. And, um, yeah. I've How would we go if we got rid of countries and we're just a world? Yeah, well, that's what they're pushing for, dude, the globalists. Mm. And that's what Trump is against. He's against um, one world government. Because then it. you're going to get factioning off again anyway. And so anyway. is Putin. Putin is against one world government. Because if we get to a one world government, imagine the corruption that could happen. I mean, you think about... You're say, right, the because force. There, is, there, is, there is in faction and in, in having, like, United States and having our state and federal government here in Australia, we uh, it kind of it works better in a, small, a smaller area to look after. Yeah. And, and government less to look after. more people... To, to in yeah. charge of, like, if you get one person in charge of the world, think about that. One person. One person in charge of the entire world. Can you tell me that you'd feel safe with one dude? One guy or one girl, female, male, man, woman, in charge of the entire world. That scares me. Yeah, well, that's where I think you'd need, a, like, a league of people. Exactly. A league of people that... From all different backgrounds, yeah. not just one background. Yeah, like, uh, and, and it's not one person that makes a decision, it's amongst the yeah. league, and they're trusted throughout the world. Now, United Nations, that's kind of the preliminary kind of, kind of that, yeah. and that, that UN, United Nations, is one of the most corrupt organisations in the world So right how, how good would it be to have those people, and then amongst that you've got all different religions. So when, say there's eight people, and, and I listen to... Steve Smith and Joe Rogan, I keep referring back to these podcasts, but they talked about the exact same thing. And they said, let's pick eight people that would represent us in the world. And they've got people from really good science backgrounds and they needed this and needed that. And it, it actually made a lot of sense. It was, yeah. it was, you had people that thought rationally, you had people that had wanderlust in their, in their thinking, you had people that uh, come from one person from a military background, so they could say, well, in my experience, this has happened. And they had to, if they, and at any point in time, the other eight could vote them out. Well, they could say, see you later, because you're not. Problem is, that would never work, and it'd never happen. It, sorry, it would work. That, I'll take that back. That would work, and that'd be brilliant, but it would never happen, because there's too many rich people making too much money and controlling the rest Well, they're, of us. they're always the ones in control. It's the people yeah, with money. the people with money. The and the money is just a, a way of controlling everyone else. That's all it is. I mean, think about inflation. Think but about like world money. banks. Think it's about like if, debt. If people just stopped, said, right here, 
we we need to earn money to survive, unfortunately, right? But if yeah. people just said, if we had the ability, and a lot of us here in Australia, coordinated ability to go, don't anyone go to work for a week? Everybody no. just stay it home just, for a week. Yeah. Everybody in the world. And then you start getting into the union thing and everyone starts going, oh, it's a bloody union side. They can't, they go on strike no, if, and if they, they stop did shit. That, if they did that, then people would, uh, would take that coordination for people to wake up. Well, think about how many union strikes there have been, the major ones, and it pisses everyone else off. Like, say, a public transport union strike or the aeroplane union strikes. There's been shitloads of them happening in the past few decades and that pisses everyone else off. And yet we don't all realise why they're doing it. They, we just get pissed off because they're not providing the service that they originally did. So we just get annoyed. Oh, why are you striking? Oh, your wages are too low. Okay, well, fuck you. You know, I just want to get from A to B. There's, we're never, we're never going to be able to get every single person to coordinate at once because there's just too many different personalities oh, and people. In, yeah. yeah. But if we can do it in a small way, yeah, it'll help. Because one of the things I've been doing recently is um, I've, around, around the time of the Oz election. And <laughs> but just to just interject for a sec, um, it was like when um, the World War II was on and, you know, some countries didn't have a lot of men, you know, to... to to go off and fight the wars, you know, and there was countries that really needed a navy, uh, but there was just no men around. So they grabbed what men they could, and they, you know, they they said, if we all pull together, we can make a lot of semen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just had to break that up. It was getting it was getting way too fucking deep. <laughs> It was getting way too deep. You know it what? Was, it was. It's getting to that time. It's 10.30. Pete, it's been an absolute mad podcast. I don't even know if there was a point to what we were talking about. But, mate, what a what an epic, epic podcast. I think it's nearly reached four hours. We just can't do this to our listeners. Mate, good listening to you. Congratulations on that song. Absolutely loved it. Uh, the film clip looks epic. Uh, re- <laughs> release that when you can, mate. And... Uh, Come back on the club. Like, you always love having you here, man. I love you. You've always got an opinion, and that's what, what I want to hear. You know, I don't want people going, oh, you know, not say a lot. You know, you always got something to say. So, when, when are you coming back? You tell me, man. Yeah, when well, I finish the next DP, and then we'll have something else to talk about. <laughs> and then we'll pick up on all the stuff we missed tonight. Yeah, yeah. It'll be an interesting listen, but we, we went down so many tangents. I can't remember yeah, half the shit we talked about, but. Oh, I'm going to listen back. We we times. never got to our co- conspiracy theories about about cameras, which doesn't matter. We never got to the rest of the stuff about something that we talked about. I can't remember anymore. But that's the best part. I know. Tangents. We just rambled. Hopefully, that entertained you guys for a little <laughs> bit. Just remember, I'd like to thank a few people. I'd like to thank uh, I'd like to thank Scudley Records for uh, assisting in any way, shape, and they and form they can. I'd like to thank Pete. He's uh, his bands. Um, no, if anyone ever needs uh, a good man in the music industry here in Perth to jump on board and help him out with a project, Pete's always available, and yes. so is Pete sitting right in front of me. Um, I'd like to also thank uh, the Bluebone Entertainment for helping support this program. So if you're looking for a film clip or anything along the lines, we have a great talent pool of people here that we can uh, put onto a project for you. Of course, we have things like uh, PA hire in a small degree, nothing large, just for those small little events. 
and of course middle budget yeah of course but we can consult and help in any way shape or form we can just keep your eye out for Buffett. He is making an appearance again this year. Buffett Comedy yes. is going to be back on the scene very shortly. And we're going to see a lot more music coming out of Blackjack as well. So stay tuned. Thanks very much for tuning in. Please share it pilot. with your friends. <laughs> if you, if you, he flew a UFO. Bloody <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah. So to see us out, Pete, uh, pick a song, a random song from that pile there. Kenny could have been. Oh, I'm sure I've, pl- oh, no, I've played Kenny Could Have Been, I'm sure, on the podcast. Maybe I haven't. But it used pick- to be a pilot. Is there anything you can't do? <laughs> <laughs> pick up just a random thing from the pile. What are you bloody out? And uh, tell us what we're going to listen to, oh, mate, there you go. to take Buffet. us out. There you go. I picked it. You got a book? Kenny Could Have Been. <laughs> <laughs> used to be a pilot. Quiver. Quiver. Yeah. There you go. Right. Pick a song. Uh, Quiver's a band from Perth. They're really talented. Yeah, what, what sort of stuff? From Perth, I should say. From Broome, I should say. So, uh, Are they yeah. folk? Are they uh, beach folk? Are no, they they're kind of, oh, How would I explain them? They're kind of modern version of Led Zeppelin. Really? Mm. Okay. Usually really Zeppelin talented Zeppelin musos. would open up an album with a killer track. What's their most epic track on this? Uh, there's one I'll tell you the one I like and that is World Gone Crazy is pretty awesome is that epic? well actually epic. I'm going to make the decision we're going to listen to Quiver and World Gone Crazy because that's exactly what we've been talking about for the last oh, for the last uh, th- four hours so uh, unless to take trumpet in the last two seconds no nah, it's, it's not going to be nah, as perfectly adapted to to what we're, what we're playing now. So this is The World's Gone Crazy by Quiver. Uh, so that's uh, lads up there in Broome. Phil Cook on guitar, John McDougall on uh, bass and uh, Robbie Pascoe on the drums and percussion. Acoustic guitar, great musician. John McDougall, guitar, bass, uh, electric guitar and vocals. And then Phil Cook is uh, acoustic guitar, electric guitar and vocals. So, uh, yeah... This is uh, Quiver, and I'm sure they won't mind me playing it. World Gone Crazy. Pete, this is Stax Podcast. Where it's over. Uh, You're out. <laughs> Oh
Yeah. Mm-hmm.